0: My name is. Uh, my
1: name is. Uh, my name is. Uh, my name is. Uh, my name is. Uh, my name
2: is. Uh, my name is. Uh, my, name, me, I,
1: my name is. Uh, my uh, name huh? is. My is. My name is. My name is. My name is. I can't it. What is it? I can't it.
2: Well, another massive week for the KMS World Goes By, and as ever, the best and most comprehensive wrap-up show in the mini is back, mini-fandom. I'm, of course, Menas, your executive producer and host, and I've got a massive show today. Now, I'll start with Bo Jackson, Mike Montante. Montante, welcome. Yes, thank you for having me on. We had a little drama earlier, but I'm glad we could figure it out. Yes, and that drama centres around the fact that I invited Joe, who made his debut on the main show on, to join us. I'd already organised to record with you and Danny, but I really wanted to get Joe on to talk about his experience. I might not be recording for a week or two now, and I didn't want to just record with Joe next month. Um, so is that okay, Mike, Are you links to let that No, wasn't it wasn't. A, so what you did
3: right there is um, very, I know you so I know what you're doing. Um, Joe, it's not like that. For, it said four is too many cooks, you know, cooks in the kitchen. It was nothing about Joe, but it's just tough. If you're in the same room, you kind of pick up on mannerisms, but four, you know, all across the globe, it's tough to do, but we're
2: gonna make it happen we are especially because Danny doesn't talk so who cares yes and I just I honestly get annoyed with people trying to tell me how to run my show like it's like I get it you're concerned and it came from a good place but you know I can produce my show you can produce your your show and then you
3: getting annoyed annoyed me because I picked up on you being annoyed I was like fuck this guy (laughs) like you're not annoyed I'm annoyed now so we had we had a little tiff but we 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 worked through like we always do
2: Exactly. And then, of course, we speak of Joe who uh, from Steve's Pizzeria, who made his debut on the main show this week from Worcester, Massachusetts.
0: Joe, welcome. Oh, it's great to be here. I, let's put it this way. If you told me last week that I'd be on this show, I probably would have thought you were high on drugs. So, And you, know, you've, never
2: to a mini- <laughs> you've never listened to a Minna fandom, have you?
0: Well, so when you reached out to me on, uh, in, on Twitter, I actually listened to the one with Tim and Ken when he uh, didn't stay in the car. Just so, like you said, just to get a vibe of the show. So I did listen to one episode. Great, great.
2: It, usually the panelists don't listen. It seems to be the way. Mike doesn't listen. I don't listen to his show. Uh, I think Danny does. So we've got um, my former comment guy from Menace Live. Uh, he actually got a big mention on the main show this week because he was trying to help the Shaddicks out or he sent some pitchforks to Tom Shaddick Danny in Billerica, welcome.
4: Thanks, Mr. Matters. Uh, Great to be here. Uh, Here from the frozen tundra of Billerica, Massachusetts. We hit four degrees Fahrenheit earlier. It actually had a couple pipes freeze, Uh, but luckily I put Montante's uh, World on loop on my phone, and all the hot air uh, flat out the pipes. So we're good to go. Do it. Well done, boy.
2: The other thing, Mike, uh, you and I had you were telling me that you didn't think there was any KMS shows next week, and that's why you're going to pull out. I'm not a a huge. Don't listen. No, am not. No, I listen. I'm just not a huge detail guy. That's why I
3: can't follow the case. I don't think the brain's advanced enough. Um, I, I you know I'm very uh, autistic. I, I, I pay attention to like small details. like a pick up on stuff that no one else will. But the, the big major things is why I finished last in my class. I was under the impression that they weren't doing a show for like a week. So I was saying force too many. I'm going to pull out. But when you do your second show this week, because there's no there's no show like I'll do it. And then then you like, uh, you you know, dickhead like there is. And you, know, you kind of open my eyes. So that was my, my train of
2: thought there. So thank you. Excellent. Appreciate you as always. Um, so it's it's Sunday afternoon here, but Saturday evening my time. I had the most surreal experience. BA started one of his spaces. Oh, he does um, this once a month. So so this was but this was intentional. So this was like I was looking, this was about two or three a.m. uh Canada time. So you know he's come back, he's juiced up, Canada you know, time. you name it, he's you know, got every fucking drug running through his system. <laughs> and he gets this young guy on space. And this young guy is called Speed, I think. Oh, and he was just, like, talking to this young black guy about his following oh, on God. YouTube and the racism that he receives on YouTube. Oh, no. um, and I'm um, so BA, this was bizarre. BA was online for probably three or four hours. It started with that. Then I jumped on and it went into this massive, like, deep dive about, like, BA is still very upset that, the KM Kirkman network has died and he's still very resentful that he was banned. You know, he pretends to be a hater, but you scratch below the surface and Mm. he just, he just wants love. That's sad. No, uh, it's amusing though. I mean, it was just the most bizarre conversation with him, um, you know, sort of rambling on about how the network, you know, should be 24 hours a day, bring back Poppy's Kitchen, uh, Montante's World should be on there. He was just, he was on a heater.
3: Well, well, he had, so, no, see, four is too many.
2: No, well, Danny put his hand up
4: i did i did i actually raised my hand we trampled uh, but, over him but bender bender ba is the best ba uh, if you recall man, mm-hmm. the first time that uh actually i think really that you and i spoke live was we did a spaces a couple of years ago on his birthday and uh he was up quite late i was up quite late and uh there was some some pretty interesting back and forth and a lot of that had to do and that pretty much continued for about 48 hours so I, there's a lot of excitement there when the uh, ba is is going hard and you know he's one of the more interesting content guys in the world, I think, when he's had a lot of drugs and alcohol. I dipped out for an hour and
2: came back and Sneakers was on with him. And and Sneakers, you know, I was just listening at this stage and, like, Sneakers, you know, was, you know, getting stuck into me, which is fine. I deserve it. But then by the end he was like, but I kind of like Menna's bit and, you know, Menna's and BA should have a show on the network. It would be a great show. Um so it was just it was bizarre, honestly. It was kind of entertaining. I was watching cricket, just listening to those two lunatics.
4: So at that point, was it about 6 a.m. their time? So it Yes, was it kind of I went for morning? about 3 a.m.
2: to sort of 6 a.m. And then I think BA just conked out.
4: That, that's when it gets good. It's, it's that sort of little little peak right before he passes out. That's usually when stuff gets interesting. Mm. And sometimes you see the softer side of sneakers.
2: But it's just, it's so funny how, like, those guys pretend to be your badass. But if Kirk was nice to them, they would be like doing wrap up shows on the network and sucking his dick just as much as everybody else. But the fact that Kirk, you know, was a bit nasty to them sometimes, they're just so sensitive. It, it's, it's such
0: hypocrites. was well, isn't that what he's supposed to do, though? Absolutely. I mean, as a guy who's never really been in the world, and I'm just kind of new to getting into it, that's that's what you want from Kirk. Like, he's not supposed to be nice to you, so you Absolutely just got to sit there not. and you
2: got to take not- it. Exactly, but they're just too soft to take it, and their only response is, you know, to go, oh, get someone to say they're going to rape Kirk's daughter. I mean, like, okay, well done. That's really funny. Um What do you think about
3: the overall point that uh, B.A. was making in between doing lines and uh, shots of tequila, that the, the YouTube network is dead and that uh should use a revival? Do you think that's just um, much to do about nothing, or do you think he has a point there?
2: I, I don't think Kirk or Cullinan are interested. I just think they decided at one point it's not worth the trouble, doesn't make us any money. As I said, if someone yeah. wants to like Mick does, record a show and send it to them, they'll post it. Or if Cullinane remembers, he'll post it sometime, yeah. usually late, but he'll do it. That's the effort Cullinane wants. He doesn't want to produce any shows. He doesn't want to organise any shows. Um, and, and I think that was pretty clear like a year ago, which is why I started this podcast because then I don't have yeah. to worry.
3: But didn't didn't he, uh, kind of come in? And one of his big pitches were that he was gonna you know rejuvenate the uh, KMS network and whatnot. Or am I imagining that?
0: No, because what's his name? Uh, the guy that was at Barstool that left, McAfee. He was saying how McAfee used YouTube, and that was his main thing.
2: Yeah, mm. but I don't, I don't think Col ever said he was going to do that much on the network, like with the shows around it. Like I think we all thought that, and, and I do, I sort of get where. BA and Sneaks are coming from that. When Cullinane wasn't the producer, he was happy to like, muck around with them and joke around. But as soon as Cullinane got got into the producer chair and started to get a little bit of heat, he just distanced himself from them straight away.
4: Yeah, hold, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to argue. There was definitely there was definitely some of that. And so I compare it to uh, a couple of years ago, we had a consultant at work, and nice guy would joke around like, "Hey Dan, how's it going?" A lot of you know just happiness and whatnot. And then as soon as he actually got brought on as a full-time employee, night and day difference and everything just completely changed and all the things he had promised before. And, Oh yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to make the world better for everybody. And then it just, as soon as he became uh, you know, actually on the payroll, uh, officially as an employee, it just became totally different. I think there's a little bit of that from Dave. I think some of it's the pressure of the job and, and from Kirk as well, because that's really not in his specific job description. I understand that part. Um, But there were, you know, it's definitely changed a little bit as far as uh, the attitudes concerned. Danny, this is not a Zoom meeting at work, all right? Can we just drop the fucking corporate?
2: (laughs) That's why uh, why I'm laughing. Oh, please, please, just refocus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you just, just think about it. I'm gonna go into a new topic. Just
3: ten more seconds. Joey's about to be asleep. Danny (laughs) almost put Joey to
0: sleep over there. I was watching. Well, I'm surprised uh, So, right. he's ripped a pen 10 times when we've only been on for he 10 almost, minutes he
3: almost <laughs> died before Metters, you you did a hit of that pen and you had to mute
2: yourself you almost died I, I caught I ca- I that a little, cough. a little cough that's all um, it's, it's good pen um, alright so last episode of Minifandom huge response to it so Trent made his debut in the world uh, I hate what how you scene? say debut
0: yeah it's debut It's uh, sound like a French Canadian <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah
2: it's just the, you know I'm, I, that's the way I talk uh, Trent. Uh, i we i spoke about it on the show i was red you know i was nervous for him that he could stuff up his whole appearance i think he's doing his best to stuff it up but oh think, he's giving it a whirl oh yeah but i think kirk and carl rightly pity him so you know i think they're going to let him still do it but boy i mean if he was like he's so dumb they'll let all this pass but mm-hmm. anybody else they'd be skewered
3: yeah, but nobody else has the I'm going to kill myself card. You know, it's a little sympathetic thing for Kirk. So, yeah, my boy Trent has free reigns, but yeah, he's doing everything he can to uh get in the spotlight, to step back and stop like, "Hey, should I be in the spotlight? I feel I'm sorry that I am in the spotlight." Dude, just relax. Take it easy. But he's got the suicide card, so he can do whatever he wants and I'm enjoy watching it.
4: Yeah, you should you should definitely get your uh, you should get your card as a, a daycare center coordinator after last weekend's show i think overall he's doing his best to be you know a nice guy and dig in and i think what what was amazing to me is how many times he mentioned that he reached out to this person reached out to that person yeah i don't I think, like that I, yeah well and you were one of the people he reached out to right yeah. and you know i know how that goes so i i mm-hmm. think you know there's something to that but you know he's trying his best to to really understand and, and do his best job on the show but i think he's overthinking it a little bit he's getting his own head i think yeah no shit and Just also a- um Oh, I, I, I don't know Trent at all, to be
2: honest. Can can you let me host, Mike? It's fine. It's well, I mean, Montante no one, as well. no one. Is this, this Montante's well? oh, Whatever. Do, no, do you it's do not. It. Um. So also, Twitter, um, love, like, loved the episode, <laughs> but the, Mick, Mick, is certainly polarizing. Like, you know, is he it? has his detractors, but there was some people who were on his side. Uh, you know, Mike, Montante, you and he had a little tete a tete this week. Um, he. He ripped into you on his terrible show, called mm-hmm. you fat, said you haven't seen mm-hmm. your penis this century, all that yep. stuff. Um, and and he used this thing of you bringing up the cake as his excuse. And uh, I went back and listened to the audio, and you never said anything bad about his girlfriend. You just made fun of the fact that he had a cake. And it was very mild, a very mild jab by your standards. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it's an interesting one. You
3: know what's concerning is I had multiple people be like, hey, Mike, like nothing personal. But when I first heard his reaction, I thought you said something like super like racist. I was like, why? why okay. Why, why is your guys' brains going there? Okay. Like, yeah, but we actually listened back. He just made fun of the cake, which is what happened. Um, super, super strange thing. And it wasn't me and Mick going back. I don't want to be dragged down by him. And that's just him going at me. I'm his last two episodes spaced out five months between a total of 26 minutes. He's probably hanging up, but it is what it is. I'm glad. I hope you had fun at the end of the day. I hope you had a good time. Um, But it's just funny, though, because he I knew this. So he posted that whole thing um, like two months ago, two, three months ago with a cake. He he volunteered that up. And uh, I was actually one of the first people to actually respond to like, hey, you have balls posting this here. It's kind of a weird move. Like there's a weird, weird bunch. And then after he did his whole episode, I went back to the original post and I was like, I I I have a weird feeling. He's going to delete this and try to pretend like I magically found this. And he did just that. But the next day when Kirk goes on and, you know, pretty much says, you know, the cake is weird. That's a make make of offense. He then makes his profile pitch and now he's leaning into it because Kirk's, I don't know, mix stinks. That's
2: all. mix stinks. So he, you've he, turned the corner. You've turned the corner from kind of being happy to sort of play with him in the sand pit. Now you're just like, fuck what? him. I was one of the biggest Mick
3: guys of all time. I tried to get him involved in my uh, Bradley Stein operation, um, but he's just, he's too WWE. Like, I don't think he was actually that upset, but if you listen to the recording, it almost
4: sounds like he's on the verge of tears. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm not about that.
2: Danny, are you a Mick guy?
4: I, I used to be, uh, but he peaked at, he said yes yesterday. It's been downhill since then. That's you know, great it's video. been. There's it's a great video and you know I thought there was a lot of promise to him and I think you know I think he's a smart kid, talented guy. I'm a big library guy. I have no problem with the library thing. I I don't think people need to torpedo him for that. But the the move, you know, and I'm a Montante guy. Everybody knows, but you know what? I'd be the first one to dig holes and and you know hop on Mick's side if I could. But Mm -hmm. there was nothing there. I mean, he's like, oh well, he, he talked about my girlfriend. He talked about my mom. Never brought up anything about the mom. Never we never heard that example. So if that actually happened, there was no cut of that. And then, as far as the girlfriend's concerned, look, you know, I agree with his premise that you know, wives and girlfriends and families and that stuff shouldn't be brought into that if they're not already part of it. You know, men are Shit shits Max, on my your kid deserves everything he gets. Well, you, exactly, men are shits on my kid all the time. But here's well, the thing: well, you sent me a million things. No, you put them yeah. out there. You put I them out put there. It, I put them out that's, that's my fault. I'm the one putting a two year old in the internet, so mm-hmm. you know, that's probably You're illegal. Child. But and I just so, want to say yeah, it's well deserved. With Mick, like I listened to the episode with Kirk, and it just
0: it wasn't that entertaining. Like you have to bring that's something extra to, to me. That was just me. Like it wasn't as entertaining as other episodes. Right. Oh, he he this so underwhelming. He, yeah. he can do
4: it. I think that's the frustrating part. Like he was like,
0: oh, even... I want to be a
4: podcaster. You know, I
0: keep bartending, but I just want to be a podcaster. It's like, dude, well, make a move. Do something. And like, even the Montante and to rant... me, that was
4: an entertaining episode. That's all I'm going to say about it. He he has the capability. Even the rant against Montante was, was, was kind of funny at parts. You know the, do a sit-up thing like a couple little little jabs in there that weren't completely cliche but that it, it, it's so few and far between and without Mike he would have no content but this Vegas podcast is
2: make or break for him
4: I mean oh it, big, it, big it, time it, you know he's he's
2: he's started a lot of projects they've all failed blog podcasts he's gone into studio and completely stuffed that I mean you know Joe Nolan I mean Julie I mean everybody has been 10 times better than Mick. And most of them have never been on a mic before. I mean, look at Joe. Um,
0: well, no, and- I, I gotta be a little fair. Like I went to college at Quinnipiac university. Like I was a broadcast journalism major. I worked for a television news station for three years. Like I host okay. a shitty sports talk radio show still. So I have some experience on a mic, there but Eric is a totally different level. Like I had armpit uh, sweat stains. I was nervous the whole episode. If you watch me on YouTube, my leg is shaking the entire time. Your first five minutes were unmatched. That's the most nervous anyone's been in there. The first five minutes. Oh,
3: you yeah. like you were literally forgetting what you're talking about, but then you kind of found your spot and it was smooth sailing from there. Yeah.
2: And how did this come about, Joe? So obviously you know Cullinane through the real estate work thing. No, it I've never of, met Cullinane. It's kind life. of a deal, Cullinane's worked out.
0: I just DM'd him. I was like, "Hey, man, I'd love to be on the show."
2: And what did you say? Look, I can get points off your mortgage if you get me on.
0: Well, what did <laughs> you offer? Uh, no, I just, you know, I kind of just, you know, brought in some show things that I that I heard, you know, from listening all the time to let them know that I do listen every day. And just, you know, kind of gave a brief history that I have experience behind a mic, so I wouldn't be someone who would be, bleh, bleh, you know, would, would kind of lose it. Um, and then he didn't respond for a few days, and I just said, hey, Dave, give me a chance. And Sunday last week, he just texted me, hey, can you do Thursday? And I said, yeah, I'm in. Like, let's do it and that's wow. just how it happened.
2: Yeah, and obviously um you know did you do a lot of prep for it? What, what was your
0: what was your sort of tactic going in? Um so I know Kirk does not like notes. Um so I kind of just tried to make sure that I I had some stories for myself or something to talk about. Um I know Kirk likes golf so I was trying to think of some stuff that I could talk golf with him, but to be honest there wasn't a huge amount of prep work. And I'm just thankful Kirk was kind of interested in the pizzeria because before, if you listen to him before that, he was just kind of like, All right, fuck this kid, like, whatever, he's just here, I'll make it work. And then once he found out I owned the pizzeria, you yeah. could see that it changed the whole episode.
3: You were talking like a little dink too at times, too. Like, you're, you're a little like a middle school white boy slang. You're a calm, oh. like, dude, he said, like, yeah. dog or bro dude, like or never something.
0: Said, I've never said the show in my life when I talk about the NHL.
3: Like that's just oh that, yeah, that was that was wild that was a, quite the reference it made me laugh was that a nervous thing or is
0: that how you speak 100 percent nerves hundred percent nerves I've never said the show when I talk about the NHL in my life before <laughs> um, the balling out maybe once when I was Ball, balling out was
3: the, balling out was the high point I was like that's a great and then you immediately caught yourself I'm sorry yeah
0: well so, and then when <laughs> when
4: Kurt when Kurt asked if it, it's Kurt oh god when Kurt said. <laughs> I'm screwed when he asked about the cash only, if that affects your business. And I think he said, Oh no, we do busy. We do busy or something ridiculous. I don't yeah. <laughs>
0: know. Oh yeah. I mean, I called so, Luke Combs, Shane combs. There's there's. Oh, there's, I picked up on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I've made mistakes throughout the show, but that was complete nerves. I've never been on yeah. a, uh, a forum with that much uh, spotlight. So um, I, I, I listened what? to it after. And I thought I sounded better than I thought. Cause I what? almost wanted it to end sooner. Cause I was so nervous, but I didn't want it to end because I was in that, that spot. I think your episode got nipped a little early because they had that meeting at eleven o'clock, th- right? I think it did, yeah. Because once the show ended, Kirk went into the uh, studio producers' room, and they were just on the phone call. And I just kind of said, "Hey, guys, see you later." So yeah, once
4: yeah. you got comfortable, Joe, I think I think you did well. You didn't try to do too much, which I think is probably the he biggest thing in that you. in that chair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I believe me, I know how it is.
1: Uh, oh, that it, eleven
2: a.m. meeting was made up, by the way. They just do that to get rid of people. I,
1: they just went in there and I, like I wouldn't called, blame him.
2: Called the time, and they were just sitting there for a minute. Is he gone? Okay, thank God.
0: So we're Are not saying this to- like before. I got it there like ten minutes before the show, and you know, Dave, Mike would know this, right? Dave talks to you in the headset and everything. But once I saw Kirk, I knew. I was in there, so yeah, so in there too. Yeah, I've been in there too. You too, manners. Um, but you know, when Kirk just walks in, like it's just shut up. Like don't say anything. Like Dave's still talking in my ear about something. I'm like just like yep, mm-hmm, no problem um i did not kirk did not know my name before he walked in there he had no clue who i was and that just proves how good he is because he had no clue who i
4: was and yet he made all this great content out of that so were you really and, waiting to bring up the pizza shop because you knew that was going to be that was your home run right that was your anal fissure right there so uh
0: I, when you I said so oh, you ask. I, like i like i was just kind of like i just had it there um i i probably eventually would have brought it up i think that my dad owns a pizzeria because it is true when kirk did the the mini golf tournament in maine and he was looking for sponsors i did reach out to dave and try to get my dad's uh steve's pizza on his shirt or something but i just didn't have the cash to do it at the time
2: and dave cullinan obviously gave you the right address unlike mick um
0: he did yes he did Um, I just I didn't even text him beforehand like he he gave me his number said hey if you need anything but I know just to kind of stay hands off with them and just just show up um, no real issues at all.
2: So you're in the show The show you know I thought you got more relaxed as it went on which Mm -hmm. seems to happen everybody's first half an hour is a bit um, nerve wracking and then you know you kind of got into it. Uh, what's been with the reaction for me, like friends and family, like was anyone in your family? Like, did you get the Steve Robinson treatment where they were like, Oh, Joe, you were talking family secrets on the show.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't think my dad's actually listened to the whole episode. Uh, no. He could, he could not figure it out on his phone to get on YouTube to listen to it live. So I'm thankful my dad has no technology skills whatsoever. Um, my mom, she was, she gave me a little shit, which is like, you didn't back me up when about the grandkids thing. But I was like, mom, like I told you, like, I know you love those grandkids, but you want some of your own full blood grandkids. I got some shit from that. There um, you go. I, I got some shit from the workers at Steve's. But, you know, not not too bad. Nothing like too crazy. I, I thought my dad would be a little bit more pissed off at me, to be honest.
2: Yeah, right. Um, and did, did you like, well, what about the social media buzz? You know, lots of
0: your mates, you know, what what was... My was, I had buddies I hadn't talked to in years, like how the fuck did you end up on the Kirk Minahan show? Like, they're like, this is gold. This is crazy. Um, even from the Minifans, I think it was probably like 75%, you know, like great job, good work. Love to have you on the show. Then of course you get that 25% where they're like, oh, this kid's a douchebag. Like one guy was like, I want to do KMS, rough and rowdy and fight this kid. Um, so for the most part... Would I, you? uh yeah sure why not honestly the, yeah i mean i'd like to get paid off if i'm gonna do that so that's something you mm-hmm. have to figure out but i mean i'm the youngest of three brothers i got punched in the face plenty so when kirk said i have a punchable face my brothers would probably definitely agree with that
4: i agree um... as well <laughs>
0: <Thank you. laughs> mike was the first guy to reach out
3: to me uh through that was yeah. Danny. do not that's very offensive do not confuse me with danny that's I'm that sorry, was, Montante. That was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montante was the first person to reach that's boring, I'll kill myself.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he said, Hey, man, you did a great job. Of course, he goes, Hey, like you started off kind of rough, but you found your groove. So I, I did it when someone like Montante reached out to me, I I yeah. felt really but you by the way,
3: very underwhelming interaction with you. I was like, What's the difference between Greek pizza and normal pizza? You're like, Oh, I actually don't know.
0: I was like, What do you mean honest, you I, don't I, know? I think it's Italian pizza. I don't know. When Kirk says Greek pizza, I'm like, I, I think it's uh, it, it is what it is. Um, so my dad's pizza is just a medium crust. It's not a thick crust or a thin crust. It's just a regular. Maybe that's it. Because even pizza.
3: even Portnoy like always alludes like oh it's like a Greek style pizza. I just don't know what the fuck that means. But I, uh, anyway, I, very I underwhelming either, answer. For you. I was I was expecting you to break it down. I was like you know I had my notepad out and you was like I have no idea. I was like,
2: Okay, good. I was thinking that as well actually. What is Greek pizza? Like I've been to Greek restaurants and I know some of the topics are a bit more like olives and feta. You know more greek style but i don't know if that's um just you know a bit um yeah, cliche. The what is different like... about greek pizza typically uses more olive oil than italian pizza and uses uses a different type of tomato sauce as base <laughs> i don't like Asian um, tomato that's, either. A, that's google
0: I, to be um, honest i think most people when they think of italian pizza they think of that thin crust where, like I said, mm. my dad's more of that medium crust. If you come out to Worcester and get pizza, for the most part it is medium crust. There is no like real thin sliced pizza out here. There's a few places, but for the most part it is that medium crust. So that, that's my answer and I'm sticking to it for that. I wanna so try Steve's when I, I get
2: back to I wanna try staves when I get back to mass. Um I've been craving pizza since then. I, I did have it last night. So as
4: part of my show prep yesterday, I visited Steve's Pizza. Uh, <laughs> Did you
2: really? I thought you just got. That I Google. saw that. I said, no, no, awesome. that was
4: serious. That was serious. I got a, I got a small cheese, a small pepperoni mushroom, and a small uh, mushroom, green Ooh. pepper, and sausage. Uh, and I thought it was, it was, it was good. I think the, the amount of sauce was good. I, you gave uh, Kirk the information there on you know how to order properly when it came to the amount of sauce. I'm, a, I'm a big sauce guy, obviously. Uh, yeah. so, you know, I didn't go extra. Sauce, so what <laughs> the fuck
3: that. is obvious about that?
4: What do you mean? <laughs> <obvious>? <laughs> I, I, I would have known that. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, right. But it was quite good. I would give it, I would give it a, I'd say a B plus it, it's, uh, the crust was, so do they make the crust in house? Oh, that, that, my dad makes the dough from scratch every day. Yeah. The dough, the dough is very good because there's, so I think some of the Greek pizzas have that, like there's a little bit of sweetness to the crust. You don't always get it. Like if you go to like an Italian place that does the thin crust and the brick oven kind of thing. Um, so this one, was like just enough substance, but not too much, where sometimes it's like the crust is almost o- overwhelming and it's actually, you know, it's too much for the sauce uh-huh. and the cheese ratio. So I thought it was a good mix, good balance. I walked in and there were, I had a whole thing planned. I was going to order half a large cheese pizza as a <laughs> Come on, Chad, just to be a fucking dick. At, at, you know, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I, I completely pussed out when I think maybe it was Dove was like, what do you want? And then I just I basically I called an order for Dan and then went and got my pizza and left. But it was very good. It was very nice. Three people in front of me and two people after all order the fish and chips, though. So it was a Friday. So you'd fish and chip is is huge for us. I mean, uh,
0: we probably on an average Friday do around like 200 pounds of fish, somewhere around there. And then during Lent it's even more. So
4: yeah, it smelled like it. I mean, it smelled like uh, you know, (laughs) Montante's house. Oh my goodness. So that was
3: over the top. That was aggressive. Matter so, seems just so I'm, over this a, this whole thing.
2: The fish and chips. No, fish and chips are huge here. I like that. But Danny, just just want to circle back. So you give it what a B plus. I mean, that's you know what, what would Joe and Steve pizza need to do to improve? Like, what? Why aren't they getting like an A?
4: So uh, one issue I had with the, was the mushrooms. They were kind of the slimy mushrooms instead of the ones that I'm used to getting on pizza. Ew. Like the ones that – and maybe they're actually nicer. They might be higher quality or fresher. But there was like a little kind of sliminess to the little uh, – It probably water, Wateriness. Yeah, yeah the, the, the
0: canned mushrooms that we get.
4: The yeah, so the – So some of it might've been the, the, the doneness as well. Like I probably, and this is a, this is a me thing as well. I like more sauce and I like it a little extra crispy. So if I think if I had the chance to go home and crisp it up in the oven, that probably would have done it more, but that's more of a personal choice. Uh, But that type of crust I like, but again, there was a little sweetness to it that I can kind of go either way on. Hey, you asked the question,
0: right? (laughs) Joe, will you take (laughs) this feedback to, um. I don't know know if my dad's going to change. My dad runs it just like how my grandfather ran it. 35 years ago 40 years ago that uh, like when i say it's completely old school it is old school there is really no changes to it i mean the only new mm. changes we get a new uh, soda machine every 10 years that's about it i'm desperate to go there and have a pizza with you dan let me ask you Let's how was how this were they
4: were they complete? were they rude or were they just kind of like hey like what do you want
0: no no like, not
4: definitely not rude it was a, hey what do you want so i had my whole thing like hey i'm um, I'm Tim in Canton, and I want a you know half a large cheese. Like I had this whole thing in my mind. I was like ready to record on my phone. I thought it was going to be hilarious, and I just I completely caved, completely pussied out. But it wasn't because they were mean. It was just very much like, hey, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, just I called in order for Danny. and just kind of left it at that. No, did did you They're see very Nick nice, Steve work in there? I'm pretty sure. So he had he had an apron on. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. Sammy was, was kind of towards the front of the house. There were like six people behind the counter. I mean, you had like, yeah, no. So Fridays he loads
0: up on people. So like, there's. That's the shift I started on. So that's when I said on the show, like I won't work that shift again. It is the fucking worst shift because some customers, I'm not gonna lie, are just complete assholes and don't understand like how to be a customer. Like they'll order and they'll just stay on the counter. It won't move to let people behind no. them. And then they just stare at their food and like they'll be like, Where's my food? Where's my food? I'm like, Do you not see the twenty five people that are waiting around you? Like so some of some some of the stuff that you see from the reviews are just customers who just were not Appropriate customers not doing it correctly, and they felt pissed off and wrote a, a shitty review. Because most of the time, when, when someone gets it, like has a good service and good food, like they're like, "All right, that was great. I'll go back." They don't write the review saying, "Oh, this is." Yeah,
3: I'm thinking overall, the genesis of people are gonna go on there and review anything are probably fucking miserable people. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, I think they're going on there looking for looking for a problem. So I also li- I worked at a pizza place too um, in high school. No, you need to have a little attitude. It adds. It adds. You know. Uh, kind of an aroma to a place. It's, you don't want people being super nice to get pizza. What do you want? Kind of like the Soup Nazi in Seinfeld. What yeah. do you want? Great. Get out of the way. Yeah,
1: that's exactly. what you want. That's
3: what you're looking for. So I think uh, two thumbs up from me from a virtual review. That's what, that's what you want to hear about.
4: I would definitely go back. I definitely recommend it. I see what you're talking about, about adding a bar there. Like I can definitely see kind of having that little area. You can like, you know, sit, have some drinks. Okay, can look we at the get trees. past this fucking restaurant review, Danny? Jesus. But uh, yeah. I'm just getting into it. Everyone go to Steve's. It's really good and <laughs> and i'm glad i knew it was cash only so i knew to go to the atm beforehand
0: oh atm that that's that's the best line so one time a guy tried to fight me on it that was a good story some guy was like no i use my at i used my credit card here uh last time i came i go that's not possible sir he goes what do you mean he goes i want to talk to steve i go i'm i'm his son joe what do you want to say to him i'm like the ATM's right over there but we've been cash only since 1963 it's never going to change so just yeah, that's deal how with you it. get
2: away with the paying the tax department
0: Uh yeah, no, we basically. pay we pay every tax dollar that we have to pay Yeah, of
2: course you. Um, Of course you would. Um, Smart. Um,
0: All right. Um,
2: Well, Joe, well done on going in on the show. Congrats, buddy. Um, Thank you. I think you did a. You know what? I I was thinking. I like about you and and Nolan and Julie. um, You you go in there and you're just regular people, and you just kind of hang with Kirk. You know, and that's not easy. You know, you tell you know you're you know so many people go in there and they try and put on an act, or you know they like wave their hands for attention, Uh, but you know.
0: Yeah, you did great. Thank you. I mean, like I'm not going on the show to, to get a job. You know what I mean? Like mm. um, th- that's just not what I was going. I just want to go on just to go on the show and just have a good time with Kirk and just see what it was like to be on the show. And uh, I'm just so glad that Dave and Kirk allowed me to go on. Cause like I said, I wasn't trying to get a job. I was just trying to have some fun on the show um, and just see where it went.
2: Someone's got a little echo. I think it's Danny. I'm just going to mute him. See, so, yeah, the echo has gone. Yeah, I muted you because there's an echo coming from your fucking computer. Just can you can you other guys hear that before? Just a very slight echo from Danny. It's very.
3: I faint. didn't
0: hear it. I didn't hear it. I, I You're did. The podcast, did you are Mike?
3: To I was. I'm, we're gonna be honest because this is. I'm an honest man. I was tapping my beer cap. It could have been me. Okay. But let's well, I think Danny. no, no, no. Fucking there was Danny. a very slight let's echo from Danny. Yeah, coming fuck through. get him out of
2: here. Is he is he on is he on headphones? Is it, are he totally on headphones? Well, I see he's he headphones on. I don't know if they're plugged in, but they're on his are the headphones working or is it coming through the speaker? Anyway. I'll I think it's Joe.
3: On. Joe's watching the game behind him. I, I I hear a little crowd noise, Joe. You're watching these yeah, over Joe there. No, yeah, there's, there's,
0: there's not. The only thing it could be is my roommate's playing. I think he's playing Xbox in his room, but that's the only thing. No, no, no. I
2: don't know. Let's just keep going. Let's just play my mic roommate.
0: was already muted locally
1: when you
2: muted me. Get him so. out of here. Good. Um, least you knew. Um, all right. Uh, and just last thing from the le- Danny, you're doing great. I'm sorry to be made to you. Um, it's just easy. You're an easy talk Target. Um, so just from the last show, good you're here, Montante. So we spoke about Adam in Jersey's job situation two minute fandoms ago. Lack thereof, Yeah. Yeah. And then he didn't um <laughs> bite at Danny, all. Danny like that. Uh, but then he did bite on the last show release. He he replied to it. Um and you know, it was sort of saying that I doxed him and um said a lot of private information, which which I said to him, Look, you know, we may have talked about your job status, but A, I don't take Montante seriously. So maybe he didn't have a job for a few months you and B, yeah. we didn't actually and we didn't give any private information away. It's always said he was fired from the here and now he's working here or give his name or address. Like it was it was like if we said, Oh Joe lost his job selling insurance, like what do you to do with that? Mortgages.
3: Yeah, it's, no, he's just uh, um, he he's overly sensitive, and uh, you know, anytime you give him um, you know, a few inches to get offended about, he'll he'll they'll take it and run with it. So it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, like I said a not- couple shows ago, with Ned, I, I I already offered my virtual apology. Um, well, you know, what more can we do? Who cares?
2: Yeah, and um, but yeah, he was he told me basically to fuck off in DMs. Like, yeah, you do it again, um, you lose your bank account. So be careful, menace.
4: I'm just gonna <laughs> let that anti-Semitism just float around. Um, I, I went back and okay, listened to so, that part. No, there there was no justification there. That I I can see where he'd get a little annoyed by being brought up, but there was no personal information whatsoever, at least. I can confirm. No,
2: and like we're doing him a favor, like if someone see Danny Brosnick fucking idiot So, all right danny just shut up for a while while your internet's <laughs> breaking down uh, but like we, i'm always doing him a favor like because I'm, I'm like telling people that adam's available so people could reach out and get a job i'll just mute danny for half an hour um all right um so move, okay so let's get into the last week of kms it started with you could go if you want, Danny. It's not my fault you keep glitching. Why um, are you attacking, Danny? Poor Danny he just sitting there quiet, getting murdered. He was just—he was in the middle of a sentence, and his internet just shut the bed again. Like I did a whole show with Trent last week dealing with yeah. that. Um, Fair. Anyway,
1: yeah.
2: you know, it's probably Max like eating the router or something. Um, so anyway. <laughs> So the show started, I, I actually listened to Monday's show reacting to Tom and Alice Shattuck. I mean, this has been the wildest week, you know. So Tom and Alice Shattuck clearly have a fight. Tom goes on a fucking drinking bender, records a show Sunday, records which they react to on Monday. He records another show Monday. They react to that. And then they go dark because Alice is like, you got to fucking just, you know, take a break. And... Now I just see that they're back together and a new burn barrel's coming with the two of them. I mean, Montante, start me off. What a wild ride the Shattucks took us on this week.
3: Oh, absolutely. I'm not like a huge list guy. Like, you know, you could some of these guys with live shows, they could give you on the spot, their favorite episode broken down date and everything. I'm not like that. I'm not too big into details, but that has to be the best episode that I've heard. i um, at the top of my head. I mean, that was unbelievable. You know, start to finish. Um, and I've actually gotten like, in like passionate arguments, not even debates with people saying, Oh, you know, this is all for show. This is all over the top. It's like, no, it's not you idiot. People have these arguments. These type of things happen in relationships, whether it's a longtime girlfriend or partner or married these people just happen to have a podcast every day so they kind of felt like they had to address it so i mean david from hole like oh this is fake this is all for publicity it's like shut the fuck up dude no it's not no it's not but that being said i hope they're doing well but what they're doing what's going on with them happens all the time it's just the, the the caveat that they have a fucking podcast daily where they have to address it. But it has been kind of awkward since that one show. I mean, they both look like hostages in every pictures, right? Either one of them is looking weird, and the other one's looking weird. They don't look like they're doing great right now. So uh, if you're religious, pray for them because I don't think things are going
2: great. Joe, what's your Shattuck take?
0: Um, I just thought it was absolutely crazy that he did that show on Sunday night. Like he even said, you know, people told me not to do it. Um, I didn't catch that he was drinking. That's just me being naive and just being an idiot. But I just thought it was absolutely wild, and um, I thought it was even crazier on the next episode they did Monday night that Alice was talking off mic. Like, to me, that was, like, a huge sign, like, that something's definitely wrong. In my opinion, like you said, Dave from said that's fake. Like, no, the fact that she was in the room talking off mic like that, to me, it was definitely a huge signal that there was something up. Um, Don't I- you
2: think they – do you think they just had a fight, though? Like, all married couples, and I, I'm really sympathetic. Like, when you, you – you, I don't know, like, Daniel understand this. When you have young kids, it's so stressful, and you can have really big fights because, you know, weeks on end of not sleeping, no time to yourself. Um, you know, Shattuck's getting blasted every night and sitting on his bad ass, so mm-hmm. Alice probably resents him. And there's just mm-hmm. – you know, I can see how you could have a fucking stinker of a fight, and maybe Tom felt like that was the end. But as you say, Joe, you don't go on and record an hour show about it. Like, I'm I'm fine with him jumping on and saying, hey, look, Burn Barrel's taking a break for a week. We've got to work some stuff out. Um, and just do, like, five, ten minutes to say, you know, that's the explanation. We'll be yeah. back when. Um, but it was just – I thought it was a little bit sad that I thought he was trying to be Kirk. Like, he heard Kirk do his little things in the past, and he thought, I'm going to try and do what Kirk does.
0: And I, I, I don't
2: – I don't think so at all. I think that's so wrong. Shattuck is a fucking maniac. I mean, that was
3: pure. That was not none of that was contrived. That was pure. Just being honest from the, you know, shooting from the hip I'm surprised he didn't do a three hour show. I mean, he was getting into AIDS, the gays, you know, delivering pizza. He was just taking us down memory lane. None of that was set up. That was just him just, just talking freely. I thought it was unbelievable. I don't think that was, con- none of that was fake. None of that was forced. None no, of that was a curse. You know, none of that I was. Also, I also yet.
0: think he was trying to do that show just to kind of get his mind off of what was happening. In yeah, sense. that was there. Yeah. That was kind of therapeutic for him. Yeah, I, like for, for a guy who's worked in radio so long, you know, for him, like that is therapeutic to go what out are the, the radio, radio legends. Kind
1: of just,
2: yeah, so you um, are I so get- wrong, Montante. You Montante, no, you are so wrong. I'm not no, saying I'm Shattuck's up. not genuine, but he definitely thought I'm going to do what Kirk does. I'm going to go on. I'm going to talk about it, and yeah, absolutely was it him trying to be Kirk. I'm not saying no. he wasn't genuine. He no, like, wasn't, wasn't enough
0: to be like Kirk. Yeah, but like that, it was obviously, obviously talking about a guy with AIDS in Tennessee yeah, that, that he delivered pizza t-
2: to. exactly. But that's what I'm saying, he couldn't he's not good enough to Dad do Tipper. Kirk, yeah, who's allegedly dead. But uh, uh, yeah, I just think that was, and I think it's also worse like when Kirk goes through his mental stuff, like that's a personal thing that he's talking about. Whereas I think if you're having a, a fight with your wife, like maybe I know they do a show, so it's different, but. I don't know. I, I just thought it was bad judgment probably to do it. But I mean Monday's KMS show was one of the all-time best Unbelievable. I mean, it was just <laughs> so well, I'm funny. glad that like, he did do it. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I'm glad they're back together. Like I would not want them to separate. Like they've got four kids. Um all right, if Danny, you're Danny. You can't if getting,
0: you're Shattuck, there's no way you want that to end. There's just no, no way. No, you
2: could never get laid again.
0: Um, and you know what's bad well, though too is like I, just like I said, I said on the show. Child support for kids and paying all that, and then yeah, and he's bills. not making a lot of money. <laughs> I, I, when I was on, this is I, America where the guys fuck, and your in Massachusetts. Toast. so you're even fucked even more because the liberals in this day are going to make sure that the guy's going to pay out the yin. True, yin, believe me, dude. I, when
2: I was when I was in no, there, well, Danny, let, let let Danny's delay kick in. Hold on, all right, Danny, all right.
4: go on. Yeah, so I've been listening to the Burn Barrel now for a couple of years, and I, I don't always agree with their politics Jesus. or you know Dante or Jerry but for that point for that point you know I, but I but it's an entertaining podcast and they have a great back and forth an excellent rapport for a husband and wife podcast that can be really really shitty and I think they, they do a wonderful job so this was genuine i mean if there was any question about it i mean if he was acting then he's up there with Daniel day yeah. i mean this yep. was oscar winning and the fact is not only was that insane that, was acting I understand that. But for anybody else that did, like you mentioned, Daver and some others, yep. I saw some, some chatter on Twitter. So that wasn't directly to you, Mentors. Um, but the mm-hmm. fact is that, you know, he obviously was was feeling emotional. It was also eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday that this stream happened. This was not typical burn barrel recording is, you know, five thirty six thirty seven thirty p.m. You know, this was first thing in the morning. Obviously, whatever happened was pretty fresh. And, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what still may have been coursing through the veins at that point but the fact is that you know he you know laid it all out there and i thought joe brought up a good point and that the, the one the next day was the weird one because that's when alice was there and kind of didn't want to be and and i kind of wondered why she was there and someday when you know i get to sit, sit down and you know have a cup of coffee with them i'd like to, to learn more but yeah this this was real and i'm happy they're back together but yeah it was quite the saga this week well i tried saying on the show and i definitely had a lot of
3: pre-talk show with colinane we were talking about how, like, this marriage was, like, unbelievable, how, you know, they were truly in love, and it was a bizarre thing to look at from the outside looking in. And I even referenced it on the show. I'm like, yeah, you know, if these two get divorced, ironically, it's going to be, uh, you know, Tom, the one who's walking away. And then, like, 12 hours later, that happened. So I don't want to say I mushed their marriage. I don't think I have that power, but I, I, maybe I did because
0: that was really bad. Well, my marriage was fucking crazy when Shattuck said about the airplane how he flew on a separate flight and let his wife mm. – Take the four kids. I'm like my mother would never let my dad. we were all as a family. Would never let my dad go on a separate flight, and then she deals with the three of us. I mean, that that's is an alpha just male. That, that. It's great for Shadak for having that, but uh, that's just a wild move. And he was trying to say he's a big guy. I'm like, well, then take your smallest kid and put your that smallest kid next to you if you're that big. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was crazy that that he got away and he was able to do that
4: even as a parent of one kid, I can't imagine doing that and having four and then having Alice dealing with four kids and him flying by himself seemed a little crazy. And, and I got to say, I mean, I got to take some responsibility here. I mean, I'm the one that literally stuck a fork in their marriage. But I said, and then there's those meat sticks. And, uh, you know, Tom said that was basically the last act was he was trying to get Alice to take a picture oh, with the, the yeah. meat pitch horse I sent them and she, she was playing to. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean, man. look, we, we make fun of, of Shattuck for saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm showing off my wife and I'm taking pictures of her doing this and that. But, you know, I think he tried to get her to pose with uh, my little gift that I sent them. And and that was the last straw. So I'm glad to hear that they're back together. But hopefully this uh, hopefully this lasts.
0: And I want to say I'm a Shattuck guy, too. Like, I love to. He reached out to me, too, as well, you know, because on the show he texted Dave and Dave was like, I I don't want to fix my marriage. I want to ruin this kid. Um, And I was like, what the fuck did I do? But he reached out afterwards and I I love Shattuck. He's a great guy. And I'm going to be more of a burn barrel listener moving forward, too.
2: I wonder how many dick pics Alice got sent to her in that one week where she was separated. 10? Too many. Too many. many, Whatever the number is, it's too many. Yeah. And I wonder whether I've sort of um, tried to think about the root of this, um, what the thing could be, what sort of drove them apart. And I just reckon she found the text thread between Cullinane and Shattuck and was just so disgusted by, you know, the shit they would converse about. That she was just like, you got to get out. I mean, yeah, that's what I think it was. He, uh,
3: I'll tell you what. I got a phone call because I actually had like three or four people reach out to me. Like, I guess, Avid. Danny was one of them, Avid, Burn Barrel listeners. Like, hey, you got to tune in. It took me 20 minutes to sign up for this fucking free website to actually watch them live. Um, But someone kind of was like, hey, like, I think that he and I don't want to, you know, speculate because it's none of our business but they're like, once he said this to me, I kind of like listened to it through this lens. It kind of sounds like he was the one who fucked up. Everyone was like, oh, Alice cheated on him. It's like, I don't think so, dude, because he kind nope. of alludes to like him fucking up and it'll be easy, you know, case in court because he yeah. kind of sounds like he was the one fucked up. So I don't know. I don't know. It's none of our business, but I don't think Alice, you know, Alice doesn't want to go to hell. She's not cheating. You know, she's, You know, Excellent. she's, just, I don't know. It's, I oh, hope, by the way, the way Tom is, he'll probably, you know, Tell us eventually.
4: You know, he's gonna come oh, out and probably yeah, stay it, that. you know, <laughs> Yeah, eventually
3: That's just it'll a matter, matter
4: of time. Yeah. Yeah, Alice said on Twitter that they're not gonna directly address what it was, but yeah, it, it may come yeah, out. She, she doesn't know time. who she's married to. He's gonna say it eventually, probably soon.
2: Uh, so, while we're on sort of right-wing conservative radio hosts, yep. um Two Montante, junders. how how yeah. was your week with the diva Jerry Callahan? Oh, Jerry, Terrell Owens. Uh, has nothing on
3: my my little diva, the red-headed Callahan. He is such a fucking pain in the ass. I love him. a good guy, but he's just so snarky, and he'll, like, text you like an absolute bitch. Like, oh, I thought you said you could do this. What happens? Like, shut up, Jerry. But it was fun. Uh, I, I like Jerry. He's a good guy. And I was saying before the show, he'll go every, every morning. It was the same thing. I want to go over this. I want to go over this. He'll go over six things he wants to go over, but he just talks so much, you get through two things, and that's it. But every morning he pretends like this is the show. We're gonna do six topics. It's like no, it's not, dude. You're gonna ramble for 25 minutes, two ads, 25 minutes, and done. But it was fun.
1: Did I, you make sure I you stayed to that
0: 38 minutes? 38 minutes. That's it. 58 <laughs> minutes. That's the magic number. Oh, 58. <laughs> I actually stopped the clip
3: short because uh, I was trying to respect the clock. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, dude, I'm check Play the rest of the clip. I was like, all right, all right, Jesus Christ. But uh, no, it was it was a fun, it was a fun time. Do you have new respect for Craig now? Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to think that um, the show would be better if they had a, a back and forth. But after doing my uh, third show, you know, three days with three shows, he ain't talking to Jerry on that show. He's just going to fucking plow over. He has no interest in a back and forth. So Craig's just uh, – Craig's doing a good job. But Jerry was fucking – and uh, I have the video of this. I want to like maybe tweet it out later. He is so anal about the, the intro music. And when I was – not, I don't have the ability to play it live and each morning it would throw him off he's like, are,
1: are, are
3: we on are we on like jerry yes we're on the thing literally says live but he's so like old and just like set in his ways without his little intro music he he was lost but it was a good time and Colin ain't fucking sewered me he jerry told me the day that tom brady retired he was like yeah i tried to get you know kirk on i left because it was a wednesday morning 9 30 like jerry how do you not know that kms is always doing wednesday shows at this time so i jokingly texted Colony on the side like hey you can't lend your fucking you know superstar uh host to us for a few minutes lol and then Colony responds like all right yeah let's do it and i was like oh fuck like this is awkward like i did not expect this to happen you know because then on the show kirk's like who the fuck does Montanti think he is like no i know who i am i was joking but coney presented it. it It was fun though i actually think it worked out well it's funny that it kind of ended because the fucking um Colleen, i think he fucked up Right, because Kirk went silent and they, those stream ended. But it was a good, good week overall.
4: Quick like, question:
0: What, what was up with that? With the bleeps on that? Do you know? Because like, Coline was saying
3: it was the system. <laughs> you know, you another, another, another thing with Colinane, I called them and I was like, Coline, this, this either could be me just you know being probably like a little autistic and just thinking something's funny when it's not. I was like, I put in. I think the funniest thing that's ever been done on Jerry Callahan's show. Like I put it. <laughs> was you, funny. You 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 said it right. And then when he said it on the show, Dave was like, "Ah, oh, I don't know. I I don't know. I think that that's just what's available, which is true." But I listened back to it, and I put the two most absurd sounds right next to each other, and I thought it was just pure gold. So when Coline, you were like, he did that on purpose. I did, and I think it was hilarious. That's way funnier than just doing a normal, you know, poop or yeah, or deleting oh, yeah. it.
0: Especially I love Jerry, <laughs> especially.
3: Exactly that's, Jerry. that's what makes
2: it funny. That's what makes it funny.
5: Yeah,
0: it was oh, bl- you bl- 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 bl-
2: hilarious. <laughs> you did great. No, no, that was really good. Um, but the thing cut out on the live stream, but when you listen to the podcast, the interview was in there with Jerry. So, mm-hmm. that, it was still good. Um, so I thought you did well. Would do you think Jerry will have you back, or was that a a one week and done? If if Craig dies or goes on vacation, I think I think I'm like
3: the uh. The the shoe in to you know be a little backup guy. I mean it's pretty fucking easy for the for the most part, you know, outside of the music uh, starting in the beginning. Um, and it's funny too, the the best diva moment, my buddy uh Terrell, Terrell Callahan. He sends he sends the clips the night before, right? And he'll like I said, he only goes over two topics, so you'll have eight clips ready to go and he'll go over two of them. And he sent me a fucking clip um, for Al Sharpton. I play said clip, it's like, well, wh- what was that? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? What was that? That was a clip you sent me. All right, see if you can throw it in afterwards. You you, you did the wrong clip. And then once the show's over, it's like, all right. all right. I hear him playing it. He's like trying to do like a gotcha on me. He goes, oh, yeah, I don't know what I sent you. Uh, you can edit that out. I was like, no, Jerry, we're leaving that. Like, that was probably the funniest part of the show, dude. <laughs> He's just such a dickhead. But it's awesome. I'm, I'm a dairy guy. It was just
2: funny to see from
3: behind the scenes.
2: I guess be wary because Jerry, you know, has a history of stabbing people in the back. Did it to John Dennis, did it to Kirk, did it to Carano. So I think you're in a good situation. Do your own thing, fill in sometimes, but, you know, you don't want to get too close.
4: What was funny mm. is you listen back to those Thursday appearances, Montante, when he absolutely loves you. I mean, he's filleting you up and down, left and right. Oh, Montante's so hilarious. He picked this crazy the third front wheel, yeah. Yeah, on, on the Dolphins, you know, some guy plus 1,200 to score a touchdown. And then it's like, Craig, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then but all of a sudden I'm, you're in that well, chair. and It's a, it little, flips. Different. It it's a flips. little different. It's a little different. Now I'm the enemy. But, but I,
0: it was.
3: I, you I did is that a very just good old job. school
0: radio, just not liking the producer. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit
4: of that. He's he's fucking he he's funny. Jerry Jerry's a good a good guy. But it was almost exactly one year ago today, February 9th, twenty twenty two, that you produced for him before, and you had that. Him. Yeah, the first the yeah. first time was a disaster. And, you you uh, and Corona uh, were kind of doing the elephant walk. He had you there to kind of help out, uh, and that was kind of funny because there's a little slot at the end there where you completely fuck it up, and it's we'll put it in post. <laughs> yep, correct. And I couldn't. I think if but, that one's smooth, I think I, I have the time. job. Yeah. Yeah, right. You've come a long way since. I think you did a great job. You did you did what you could with what you had. I right, got a couple of Cullinane things. Um, two
2: things from Cullinane. Firstly, that is wild that he did. I'm sorry. He can say I'm not good with dates if you do not know your kid's birthday, that is you're a fucking psychopath. You're a fucking sociopath. You're, you know, he must be so selfish and so narcissistic. And for him to, what was it? He said like April, May and the birthday is August. Like you're not even yeah, that's, close. That's, like, that, so,
0: uh, I Can I say one thing? Yes. So my grandmother's birthday was this past week and my mom had to call me to remind me to give her a call. So not I your kid, that's totally different. Yeah, that's so not your like kid. I, for example, I know my brother, my all my brothers and sisters. I know my parents. I know my other grandfather. But like, I th- th- that's it. Like, that was the only birthdays I know. So I give Colin a little bit. I don't have He's doing kids. better
2: than Colin <laughs> Colleen doesn't know any. He barely knows Holly's birthday.
3: Uh, Alex's birthday is actually her um, her pin on her debit card, and like, she's she's supposed to buy the groceries every other week. So, but she's like, will give me the card to pay. I'm like, hey, what what's your pin again? I'm not a birthday guy, so I'm fully team Cully Co- here. But the thing is, don't lie. Kids to are be- different kids But you know, different. I
0: agree. You have to know your kids. like I feel like you have to. Like it's like your brother and your sister. Like, you know your siblings and your parents' birthdays. You should know your kids' birthdays. I agree with Manners on that one. I mean, yeah. the fact that he goes, "Well, oh, my kids four, and then he goes, Well, it's cu- it's halfway to four. Yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> like, that's stupid as well. But what else do you expect from Cullenade?
2: I mean, Danny is such a proud parent and I'm sure you know max's <laughs> birthday I and mean, well you you know you must think pretty you know must be judging cu pretty harshly here
4: yeah frankly I am and it, it's because <laughs> I I mean it was I mean that was that was a pretty big day I mean I wasn't the one you know pushing him out of any kind of you know vaginal canal but I was right there next to her when it happened and you know that was it was it was pretty memorable you know when's max's top, birthday March 20 March 29th 2020. Nice. Nice try go. though. You almost got me. Just checking, and and, and the and other apparently, thing. Apparently, Blind um, Mike's is August thirty first too. He, he doesn't want everyone to know it, but I put it in my calendar already, ready to go. Yes, we should all like send him
0: birthday wishes.
4: Definitely. Um, do you think he was giving shots at me in
0: the Wednesday episode, Mike? Do you no. think he was throwing f- some shots at me? I don't think so. The, felt- the way he was saying, like, "Oh, maybe Joe can do it." I, I just didn't know. I was just, I don't know if he's throwing some little shade at me or not. To be honest, I don't. I don't.
3: I can't I would can't play talk- back my memory. I don't oh. think he would though. I don't think he would. Yeah, it's not but. all about you, Joe.
2: No, I'm just, yeah. apologize. Jesus. <laughs> no, Calename I was just back that to was your the first episode time I think that. he's ever said. Um Culliname was shitting on you a bit though during the show. Like he, he sort of played tried to make it the end of the show. Episode wasn't that good with you. I mean I know it's kind of joking but, but usually with Calename is he's usually serious
4: underneath it all. It was kind of a bro thing, too. I mean, he's all about, like, oh, real estate and golf and barstool bros. Like, there's definitely a little bit of that there. So I, I'd say it's – I mean, and, and, you know, all positivity, Joe. You know. I'm, Joe, I'm Joe, also shocked that Kirk did not bring up that we looked
0: alike because oh. I've got that from my friends. And then mm, I see the chat yeah. board on YouTube. I'm surprised Kirk never said, oh, Joe. Why did, you, why did you dress like that? Well, that's how I, I dress the, the button down to work. That's <laughs> you look I such work. a dickhead. I, I don't know why you look normal right now. You
3: look like such a little dink in there dressed like that. Well, to be it, honest, if I don't have to wear, like, pants, since I wear sweatpants and a T-shirt, that's I – mean, I, I go in there like, like a slob, so, I mean, uh, who am I to talk? But, yeah, you look like, like – like I don't know. It was, it was an interesting look. You did look like a – like, kind of salesy. I did insurance for five years, so I get it. But, yeah, it was, the, the the attire was uh interesting.
2: The checkered maroon shirt probably wasn't the best look, but – Mm. Joe, were you a Steve or a Carl guy producer? Ah,
0: that's a hard one. Um, No, it's not. Steve's—I mean, to be honest, Steve's just a better producer, right? Yeah, like everyone knows It's just, but Mm -hmm. I think that Steve would have shat on me more if he was in studio. Hundred percent. I don't think Steve. I don't think Steve would like random people coming in. No, no, and like, let's just say I ended up in there, and Steve was a producer because I'm like that kind of that bro type. Thing Steve would have just shat all over him because he's that education, like highbrow yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, like, so what I'm is I'm this Sigma lucky. Chi
4: Alpha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the,
0: the fact that David was, <laughs> was probably a little That's bit good. easier on me.
2: And the other thing, um, the other color nine thing from during the yeah, week I'm was he sure. brought up this. weird, are you putting bets on Montante? I'm checking them. That's okay. Um, Thank you. Um, you know, Cullinane uh, brought up this story with his wife, where she was going to the airport and she wanted both parents to come with both cars in case the Uber didn't turn up. Did anyone remember that story? Like, I vaguely remember I just, that.
4: That makes I no just, sense.
2: It was just so weird. Like, it wasn't uh, it? Was just such a bizarre story. I'm sure Holly's not happy with um, Cullinane but- bringing that up.
4: But mentors, the weirdest part of that story was the whole, oh, she's concerned that Uber's not going to show up. It's like, then call another fucking Uber. Like, yes, that was the weirdest part about it. And no, no one called him on that part. Like, I kind of see where. So if I'm being neurotic and it's like, I get to get to this flight. And what if what if this guy comes and what if, you know, father in law comes and helps out? OK, that's one thing. But just I, I have Ubers canceling me all the time. Like, call a Lyft, call another Uber, like call a taxi, you know, figure it out. Like that that part was strange to me.
2: Yeah, anyway, it's just another bizarre Kanye moment, probably all lies. Um all right, any other show stuff guys? I don't know, did you did, what did you guys think of that guy? Was it Rich or Rick Schaefer talking about Brady? I mean, you know, it was all chatics and stuff this week. Well, it's just funny that someone like that, you know, he's not just some random, you know, bum
3: off the street. How many people just take the uh the Kirk bait when he's like doing the uh, whole uh Tom Brady top 15 thing? Like if you if you follow sports and you you're even related to something to do with the media. You should be able to sniff that out immediately, go along with the joke. But so many people just take it and
0: run with it. Like, but he
3: he caught on eventually, but it took took a little probably longer. (laughs) It did
0: take him a little too long. And, I mean, if he wanted to make the argument, all he had to say was, well, Tom, you know, Joe Montana lost more playoff games before the Super Bowl. Like, there was other arguments he could have made that Rick Schaefer guy if he really wanted to go into the argument with him. So, yeah, it, was it was
2: good though. fun, though. We we haven't heard Kirk do one of those interviews for a while where he's just on trolling someone like that. So that was nice.
4: Yeah, it was kind of one of the sporty-art McKenzie's, except just completely mm. doing a 180 on it. No, it was definitely fun to hear. I like that Rick was a good sport about it, and the fact that he was reaching out after that and still claimed he didn't know who Cullinane was, whether or not that was a bit, that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> Um, all right, well, that moves nicely into the Minifan
2: world stuff. There's been a few things. So speaking of interviews, um, I think Shane did his top three, his new KMS history show. He did an episode, top three interviews um, in KMS history, and they were pretty good. Um, who was it? It was uh, the OJ's lawyer, uh, John McAfee, and um, who was the oh, other man, one?
3: McAfee and- being on the scene
2: yeah so um that was really good um so if you if you miss those interviews it's a good way of catching up um i also listen to lights do you so do any of you guys listen to shane's best of show
4: no i have not I, i've listened to a couple episodes he does a good job he, he, yeah. he definitely digs in and gets those clips yeah, you should subscribe. It's worth it's worth a listen to. It's nice to have, like, curated
2: content because, like, I would never go and listen to those three interviews again. But if they're presented like that, just ready to listen, I did. And I, it was really good. I'd forgotten how wild the OJ interview was. I mean, the OJ lawyer interview. I mean, that's that's a really fun interview. Um, also, I, I listened to Lights, Camera, Barstool. Does anyone else listen to that? Jeff Lowe's show. Uh, they've got to get Kirk on there. They like like I, one of them was away this week and they got that fuckhead Eddie who was fucking useless <laughs> drift, knows nothing about it. Like they were talking about movies. He hadn't seen anything, he hadn't heard of any movies. I just want to know why Jeff Lowe won't get on Kirk because I think it's like Jeff knows once he gets Kirk on, it's like they'll the audience will hear a you know a, someone better doing it better than them and it'll be like if he doesn't ever bring Kirk on then they won't know what's out there because uh, he would add so much to that show it's quite a good show as it is um but just Eddie was hopeless and I just think it's ridiculous Kirk's been snubbed
4: no it just it makes perfect logical sense and you know now that Quantum Week is gone I mean you need something to fill the void yeah, Um and then uh, on the Minifan World stuff,
2: um I think um Andy Mayo's um, having an all-time dream run. I mean, Montante, you'd, you'd know this. Um I mean, Mayo's gone from probably the the you know the most hated Minifan to almost you know going to be in studio with Kurt. I, I I planted that seed. I know that's why I'm asking you. Yeah, I, I I
3: actually don't really know much about Mayo. The one thing I do know is um he he's been on your show before. I've heard it. He's actually like. He's pretty coherent. He's far from funny, but he can, like, hold the conversations. I don't think he'd be, like, terrible, and I know that it would mean a lot to him, so I wouldn't mind seeing uh, his, you know, ugly face uh, in there at least once.
2: He loves the show, too. Absolutely loves the show. Obsessed mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, I'm enough totally to adorable.
3: the point where he'd
4: be, su- he'd be super, like, nervous in there, too, which would be fun to hear. He definitely got put in time out a little bit, and I think, you know, he's certainly he certainly uh, paid his dues and – yeah, I, I agree with Mike. I mean, he tends to come up with good takes, and I think is a fairly thoughtful individual for this world, anyway. Uh, so yeah, let's let's see him in studio. He did I a good call dude. this week. He did a good call this week, definitely. And Kirk knows his voice straight
2: away. Actually, Kevin called in this week as well. Kevin did the uh, what was he blind Mike's beard or he was something? Yeah,
4: yeah the beard. He called
2: in. When, he called
3: in when I was there too. He might have been an Asian mayor. I don't want to give too much away, but. I, I, he, he, he told me that. He's like, Hey, I called in, by the way. I was like, What are you talking about, dude? He's like, Mayor Wu? And I was like, Oh, okay. Did not pick up on that at all. Uh, I, I like, I, I think he, he'd be a great one to get in there. I know it'll literally never happen. Um, but I, I like, uh, Mr. Sentaza. I think he'd, he'd either be great or terrible. Uh, either way, I'd like to see it. Yeah, but that's great either way. Like if it's, yeah, right, exactly. Great. If it's terrible, it's terrible. It's it really won't be, bad. I put it this way, it will not be middle of the road. It'll be one of the extremes. And I'm, I'm here for both.
2: And it's also a bit of a John Stewart situation. I mean, you know, Kevin could be gone any day. I mean, yeah. you know, his yeah. heart's never been the same since he had the vaccine. So, you know, maybe right. Kirk should see it as like, you know, give something, you know, give some joy to Kevin, you know, in his right. last yep. you know, yep. days on earth kind of thing. Almost make a almost make a wish situation. Yeah. Absolutely. No, um, and speaking of Making a Wish stuff, um, you actually, you, you've been very uh, active in the Minifan world, Michael, maybe just my slice of it, but you orchestrated me to go on the Big Dog Show and tried to mend fences yep. with one visionless Dave. Um, yes, So so the way listeners that stand is um, Visionless Dave, due to come, I'm in a fandom and I'm taking the approach that you don't have to like someone to broadcast with them. You know, I think it's universally recognised that VD and I did a good show together, Mm -hmm. lots of co-hosts. Uh, do shows together and they can't stand each other. So uh, you know yes. this is no different to that situation. And actually, when I went on the Big Dog show, I said my overriding point was I think VD is a bit scary. He's got is a dark side. And actually, you know Montante and Dave have were on board. Like yes, when Mont- VD turns his guns on you, it's mm-hmm. it's terrifying.
3: Oh, mortifying! I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But that being said, uh, I, I I think well I think of um, old school KMS you know when i started listening to it the the first you know spin-off show or after show was you two, so kind of nostalgic so i'm glad that i could kind of have this temporary peace deal in place and uh
4: kind of hear you guys do it again i'm looking forward to it Hmm. denny well it's pretty impressive. Yeah, Mike. I mean, you were you're basically Henry Kissinger up in there making sure yep. that that armistice okay. happened pretty quickly. I was I was mm-hmm. quite impressed because I, I watched it live. I was uh, you know just kind of hanging in the comment section, just being creepy as I usually do. Uh, and yep. I was I was impressed. Mentors came on with a subway sandwich. He had uh, mayonnaise all over his face, you know, which is sort of well, indicative of of you know well, usual. You don't know if it's mayo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it was mayo. All right. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> that's
1: disgusting. <laughs>
4: But but pretty quickly, uh, you know, Michael came in and said, "Look, it's it's time to end this." And for a second, he brought up Wally Pip, and I thought I was going to get kicked off the show, which would have just been absolutely traumatic for everyone involved, and just would have brought down the episode this week. However, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate the fact it was negotiated for him to come on a future. So, um, yeah, here, here, uh, no, it's it's home. gotta be it's gotta be those two. I I, I don't want to hear a third wheel on that. I want to hear I, you two like old no, times. No, I, I would be completely out of place, uh, even more so mm-hmm. than I am right now. And and I think this is going to be a big moment in Men Fandom history. I love when uh, and, Danny talks too much. And and Montante uh, orchestrated it all. And, you know, I'm going to stop fucking complimenting you, bitch.
2: <laughs> that's fine. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> all right. Uh, that, well, that's all my – Danny, enough. <laughs> enough. Enough, <laughs> please. In verbal diarrhea over there. I mean, you're actually – this is making Trent look really good from last week. So I guess um, – Oh, you know, bullshit. Trent a favor. Absolutely, uh, your internet's as bad as him, and so is the content. Um, but look, um, any any more show stuff? I've got some listener questions here, and then we've got uh, the parent, the Reds parent section. There's only four listener questions, but anything you guys want to get off your chest, show related, minifan world related? Uh, the floor is yours.
0: Um, do you really think that Mike wants to leave the show? I mean, I know this is a recurring theme, but do you guys really think that Mike wants to take a step back?
5: I
3: don't think so. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't think I've seen that. I've seen that sentiment kind of echoed on uh, on Twitter recently. I don't think so. Um, I think he understands. Listen, if he should put, he he really should put his pride aside and just fucking work for Barstool. Um, I mean, I think we all agree to that. But that being said, if he if he left Kirk, he'd be toast. I mean, he'd be absolutely toast. So I, no, there's no way. I don't I don't think so. I think he's just playing along with a little bit of a bit. There's no shot he'd ever leave the uh, leave the show.
2: Yeah. and kirk said he's going to retire next year in 2024 so you know mike should be trying to work on other opportunities so that you know next year when kirk retires he's got something to fall back on i don't i don't think mike's doing anything like trying to get away from the show i mean he loves the free promotion and stuff it's just kirk's made it really clear he's retiring next year which may or may not happen but mike's got a plan for the future
4: yeah, and as Manners has brought up a number of times, I mean, Mike is better than ever, ever and this is Blind Mike, not Mike Montante. Uh, he's really you know, found his niche in the show and really cruises along, I think just knows exactly when to interject, when to speak, when not to, unlike myself. And I think that's really been huge for keeping the show going for his own brand. And then uh, Manners, you've talked a lot about in the last couple of weeks about why are you laughing? I mean, that podcast is as good or better than it's ever been. Uh, everything is, you know, everything on that on that channel. I listen to or watch pretty much everything that he does, and it's entertaining, great content. So it's and it's mostly original stuff too. There's so little that's out there that's original anymore. So yeah, there's no reason for him to go anywhere until next year. I mean, I think, I, I mean, maybe Carl could replace Kirk pretty soon um,
2: as his sort of number one sidekick, but we'll see. I don't listen to that. Who are these
4: socials? Do any of you? Yeah, I do.
0: I haven't listened oh.
4: yet. What's it like, Denny? Uh it's good. Carl Hamburger is a little much, but I think that's the point. Is. <laughs> and the fact it's that it's coming name from is... you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's definitely got the radio guy voice, uh but but Mike plays off that well cuz he has that more subdued type tone. Um it's as a podcast it's tough cuz I do think the visual part of it's big. Uh, but it's definitely a it's a, look, he asked me the fucking question. <laughs> <right. laughs> Nice hat, you stupid! I bastard. love it,
2: Montante. Jesus
3: Whoa, what I, what I, why am I catching scud? So i laughing at right. me the entire time.
2: <laughs> all right, let's get into the listener questions. Go Thanks, back to Danny. your terrible podcast. <laughs> wow um all right that first question from <laughs> nipples now nipples put asked some stupid fucking golf question and i just said save that, that shit for foreplay. Yeah. so i've ignored it and then he got another question why is kirk turning his guns at his most loyal person has mike not done enough and i listened to the audio of like kirk uh, making fun of mike and The thing is that I think is driving Kirk mad is he can't get a rise out of Mike. Like Mike just rolls with it, makes a joke of it and moves on. Like I don't know if Mike takes it home, you know, he turns off the lights and eats extra food in the dark. But um, one thing I do know is I think Mike can take it now. He's seen Kirk in action. He just kind of laughs and moves on. And that's kind of driving Kirk mad. Thoughts?
3: (sighs) I so think if you want to get a reaction out of Mike, call in anonymously and anon How do you say this word? Anonymously. Nailed it. Okay, nailed it. And just ask about his eyesight. He <laughs> goes it. fucking, he goes ballistic when you ask about his eye. Other than that, he just rolls with every punch. But if you ask him like genuine question about his eyesight, he fucking loses it.
0: He does not I, like when you ask him about his eyesight. No, no he's
3: he's been super sensitive. And he's been getting these questions since he's been on the show. He's been like way, way more sensitive, more as you know, as of late. But I don't think, I don't think I, yeah, this narrative is kind of being um dragged out. I don't think Kirk's really being like being like tough on him. I don't get why people are saying this.
4: Yeah, I don't I don't think he's been tough on him. I and, yeah. and look, and I get it because that's been you know anonymously. It's, Oof, it's been, an, yeah. Anonymously. It's like, anonymously. Can't, can't
3: you can't do
2: a uh, couple words. I can't just, do one. Just, okay? just like? do just think of it in the context of you use, used to alcoholics anonymous. Oh, uh, no, I don't do that. Okay, well, you should. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
4: It's like de- de- democracy or whatever. No quitters here. Democracy.
3: Yeah, yeah demo um, d- democracy. Say debut. I can't. You can't say debut. I can't say anonymously.
2: Schedule. That's another one.
3: Schedule. Oh God, that's we gross. Know. That's tough.
1: tough.
2: Yeah. All right. So with the um, with okay. Well, I think we've all we don't. I don't think Kirk. Kirk's just playing with Mike. There's nothing there. It's just a bit. It's a bit of fun on air, and I don't think there's anything to it. No.
0: Yeah, not. I agree with that.
2: Agree unanimous all right next question and this is for you montante from ted sarandis more comment but the guests on montante's last two episodes have been particularly poor in quality i haven't listened to the last two they were instant skips um Mm -hmm. as successful podcasters do you find it difficult to book good guests well ted as you know from the crop on this show obviously but mike what about you it's super tough to
3: get guests on it's like it's generally tough um even when people say they'll come on, they just won't. So yeah, it's tough. It's it's a grind. So I think he's actually right for once. Yeah, who would? Who was the last person? I didn't even, I didn't even uh, know did them. The last guy was Dave McGrath, who was Jerry's producer for a day. He's the one who lied that said he could do, he could produce it, and he couldn't. And the one before that, I think, was Daver and fucking um, uh, Daver and someone else, Justinio, maybe I don't know.
2: Okay. Um, all right, uh, Ted Sarandis, will you and Montante apologize to the Minifan community for enabling the Shadicks and extending their fifteen minutes of fame? I don't know. We don't have anything to apologize about. they i mean, you can say what you want about whether it was right or wrong. The Tom's episodes generated great content. I mean, I think you know he probably lost the respect of a lot of people, including his wife, um, but. From a just a grand standpoint of you sitting on and cheering, it was fantastic. I mean, Mike. I mean, what have we got to apologise for?
3: No, as a matter of fact, Ted. How about you fucking thank us, you cocksucker? Yes. No, thank us for it. Good. No, yes. we, we have nothing to apologise for. You're welcome.
2: Yep, absolutely. Get back in your fucking box, Ted. Whoever right. you are, Jesus. Cunts. <laughs> um, right, Uh, Toby determined bio dude. He's another fucking drip. Um,
3: I like to see him in there, though.
2: Yeah, okay. He's if been the,
3: battling that uh, closeted homosexuality for 50 years. It's making makes o- it an
2: interesting guy. Hopefully OD's in a fucking toilet book before him, um Jeez. sucking cock or something from meth. <laughs> um okay. Is Montaigne <laughs> is Montagne the new Montana of producers? Um I mean I don't you, know you that- can do it all. Oh, uh, Mo- Montaigne got yeah, I, mean, news- I have no idea what that means, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, what is um he, Montaigne got new stuff out of the jerry's dad's dead preacher story
3: yes what, on, on that, jerry's is... show i don't know oh he was talking about uh uh al sharpton at tyree nichols uh funeral and then he like uh, I, I kind of pried a little bit and he got into his horror story um of a funeral for his father where the the priest was an asshole the ultimate kind of did something bad and yeah he kind of got off script for once which was nice i think that's what he's alluding to very niche very very niche thing
4: yeah, so I think the Montana thing, that's that's a compliment to, to Michael because you're right. You got more out of him than we've heard. He's been alluding to that story now for six years and and always would say the priest was a dick but never actually said anything about what he said. So that that was as close as we've gotten to hearing the full story. So well done. Mm-hmm. I think you're a, a, a good
2: interviewer, Mike. I, I do. I, yeah, that's the one thing you're better qualities. At, yeah. you know, better at that <laughs> than when you try and, like, talk about things and to- topics. Yeah, it's tough talking he's, sen- he's a
4: sensitive guy, you know. And then um
2: uh shithead bio dudes also asked um, a good question. He you know, does he think is there any sort of mystery stories out there in the minifan world? And I actually think like yeah, there are sure. like when you get into it, there is all sorts of stuff happening on the fringes of the minute fan world. Like Joe, if you really dive in and start listening to the back catalog of this and other shows, uh, like there is always a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, I think there'd be, you know, you know, there'd be hundreds of stories.
3: I think like anything, you know, you turn on the TV, you're gonna see everything's driven by sex. I think there's a lot of fringe, weird sex stuff that's going on with the meta fans. Meta fans, fuck, just like it, <laughs> just like anything else. I think there's, I think if you like had like, uh, you know, if you're the FBI, and you have post notes up connecting it to everybody. I think there's a pretty like, you know, essential. You know, ins- I can't speak tonight. There's I'm a saying. lot of stuff going on behind. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Danny. That's where the best. There's a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes. So I think if people kind of had a clear picture on that, they'd be mortified. Do you have an example? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I got a lot of examples, but uh, this is, this, you know, the, that, that goes to the, all to right, the give us one. one, give us one. No, it's absolutely the, not. What? I, the I the can't name time. two
2: Menna fans that have had sex no. with each other. Me and matters that's it, move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from Providence has certainly put his paper, <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of
4: cream uh, put out there. Um, the, I agree. There's a lot going on. And then Ned Snack, we didn't get many We're questions. We're just going to let that way. go, Menna? You're not going to hold them to the fire on this? Just he just he said that there's a weird sex cult as part of the part of the minifans. Hey, you just let it. You just like carry on. Oh well, let's talk about. Well, it would have to promise. be gay sex because there's. I, I feel like it's mostly male. Well, you haven't met Lauren. Yeah, I mean, there's three no. or four probably getting to run a run a train on those. I guess that's only. <laughs> uh, see, my- <laughs> <laughs> see oh, now that's, I mean, I'm gonna get in trouble now. But Montante, you gave zero examples. Zero. I
2: mean, yeah, I reckon that's Sneakers thing. Like he's taken it from a lot of minifans. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Anyway, look, it's so ridiculous, Danny. What what do you want me to say? I mean, you know, (laughs) I I saw some of the weird sex stuff Montante got up to. All right, well, give an example. No, no. Honestly, it's even too horrifying for this show. Is it furry shit? It is. Joe, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. that's fucked yeah um, all right last question from, was from Ned Snark thoughts on the reunification reunification of Tom and Alice. We've kind of been through that, but I guess to close that out um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you and I'll go around the room you know if you think that they will you know survive you know and for how long for montante? It's a coin flip. Anyone who's been in a long term relationship, um, you never just
3: wake up one day decide you're over. You 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 you'll be out with your friends for two days, and the next thing you know, you answer that text, and you guys get back together. So no, I don't think they're out of the woods yet. You know, they're kind of in the thing, like okay, like we're okay, but there's definitely things behind the scenes that are not done yet, and though it's not, it's gonna rear its ugly head again. I'd say it's a coin flip. I hope they
0: figure it out, but they are far from um, you know out of out of the trouble zone. Joe. As someone who's never been in like a comp- actual long term relationship, um, I'm this is just pure speculation for me. I, I'm rooting for him. Let's put it that way. I'm rooting for Tom and Alice. I hope it goes well for them. Um, I'm going to say yes, they make it. I'm going I'm to like go it. with they make it.
2: Did you send Alice a dick pic when she?
0: No, I, a- you know, can I just talk about that? Like, I don't know guys who think that's okay. Like I've talked about this with girls that you know, and I'm like, "Do you just get dick pics?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I just don't know the confidence a guy has is to send his dick out there." I've never understood.
2: Well, if that. a guy has a ginormous cock, then they want to show the girl that got butt. <laughs> but
0: like, still, like, you don't like, "Hey, nice," like, like you're like, on Bumble, Hinge, like you, Tinder. you guys, like, like you hey, and nice to meet you. just boom, yeah. dick pic. Like, I,
2: like, like, like ain't sending dick pics because they're no, like right.
0: one of the dumbest thing Colin ever said, and he never got called out on this really was, or maybe he did, but it wasn't more than I thought. He said he compared his dick to porn dick. And I thought that was the dumbest thing He was I've ever. Dumb. he was
3: dead right on that. What else Where else are else you seeing dick unless you're like in like a locker room? Locker well, room I'm playing. a hockey player. The only time player, so you're I'm seeing new... Okay. I'm a hockey so player. So it's, it's just, I'm hockey. just
0: like I know I'm used to it. Like I
3: there's just Something tells you basketball out. dicks bigger than hockey dick, but that's all yeah, different. Danny's got a exactly. Dick but Danny's Danny's I I hang dick dick
2: out <laughs> now.
0: But like I would never. But even when you say that, I would never compare myself to porn dick. I know that's like top five. Because you're dick. still around dick. You're still around dick. No, when you're not around
3: that's dick, five, that's all you like, have the it off of. No, he was actually right with that. I disagree you, on that take.
2: I, I just like the the window into Cullenane's brain where he w- was you know completely honest and said he has a really small penis and like there's no shame in that. It's you know whatever. Um, um, but I you know he said it and then he realized on oh, no, I'm going to have to sort of everyone's going to know. I'm just, it's never going to end. And he starts to like, well, how can I get out of this? I just thought,
4: yeah. He he either had a lot of balls, no pun intended, or just was really dumb to say that. I mean, to have that on on a podcast that, you know, hundreds of thousands of people listen to, I mean, that, that's, that takes guts right there. Mm.
2: Well, so Danny, what's your thoughts on Tom and Alice? Will they make it?
4: I, I I believe that love finds a way, and they will be together forever. And plus, four kids and alimony—that's tough. I just I don't I don't see how it doesn't work. That this was a momentary blip on in the road, and they're going to grow old together. And Tom will Tom will die in the next five years. Tom's, are,
2: Tom's already old,
4: yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's the thing. I mean, forever means, you know, probably six to six seven years. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I agree. agree.
2: Um, well, look, I, I sort of, I think I'm on board with what you guys are saying. I think, I mean, when Alice has been interviewed, you know, when you scratch below the surface for whatever reason, I don't know what's going on in her brain, but she seems to really love him. Like deep down, she seems to really love him. she, is entertained by him and they have a good thing going. I actually just think you know, he probably does need to look at his drinking. Every photo I see him in, he's got a drink in his hand. You know, whenever we do a show like this, he says he's got, you know, straight vodka with ice and lime. So maybe Kirk has a point, like maybe that was part of the issue. Um, but I'm going to say with Joe and Danny, I, th- I think they're going to make it. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Shattuck ends up in rehab and she gets the house and the kids.
4: But and one other thing here, too. So Tom, a couple of weeks ago, didn't ask me anything. And I asked one of the questions about about basically childcare, And because he has four kids and it seems what like they don't spend a lot of time that. with them. Well, I was sort of interested. So here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm a father of one and I can't like have a bunch of drink and then not be able to wake up the next morning. Like, how, how does he do it with four kids? And it just it, it, there's logistics there that don't seem to work. So either there's something else going on or. He's got a full time babysitter that is taking care of him or his kids while he's, you know, never underestimate
0: and a strong Greek woman. That's all I'm gonna say. Is she Greek? Yeah, Greek Orthodox. She said it in an interview with Kirk, I thought she was Russian Orthodox anyway. I mean, just, uh, I just going
2: Greek. back to what you were saying, Danny, I mean, Tim Ridge will be dead by now, and he's oh,
3: alive, yeah, so so
2: you know, anything's he, he, possible. He spits in the face of the uh of the anti-drug programs. He's still kicking somehow. <laughs> all right. So that was all the listener questions. We didn't get too many. Um, I don't know what Joe and Danny, but um, yeah, the, they didn't respond with a lot of questions. this week. Ted sent in like 17, but he's at his time in the <laughs> sun. Um. So look, let's wrap this up with, you know, our, our dedicated segment to Red's parents. You know, what are they watching in, you know, what should they be watching in heaven right now? They've got a lot of time. You can get every streaming service up there. Unlike when they were on this earth and couldn't afford them. So, um, mm. Uh Montante, you start, what have you been watching? Um, my lesbian friend Katie tries is trying
3: to get me into um yellow jackets and it's just not working. So right now I'm in need of a, a few TV shows. Yellow jackets sucks, it's confusing. I don't get it. Uh not in. So I'm actually not
2: watching much at the moment. Okay. Joe, what do you like to watch? Apart from uh, hockey? T-
0: like uh bob does sports the golf youtube guys love those guys they're phenomenal because they're just kind of they're not like serious golfers they just they're love just to bros, have fun man hanging yeah
1: that's that's, that's
0: that's what i like to watch um i watched chippendales on hulu that wasn't bad i'm thinking um, of watching that give me a rough mark out of 10 uh rescue I'd rangers like, like a seven i'd give it like a seven okay. out of ten that's six good. and a half seven so i was that's worth that- the watch
2: yep that's good. Thank you. Uh, Danny, what boring shows are you watching? Like? History Channel, I hope documentaries, this is really answer. Antiques Roadshow.
4: <laughs> well, I have I have three, but three different categories. One, one is, uh, so it's, it got it brought up in the main show, and Mike was poo-pooing it because it's one of those shows, allegedly you can start with pretty much any episode, and that's Kaleidoscope. That's streaming with uh, Giancarlo uh, Esposito, who's Gus Fring from breaking bad pretty well done i mean straight up oceans 11 rip off in a lot of ways but some pretty interesting plot twists the whole thing about it you know being able to start anytime is is kind of a, a novelty write that, but,
2: montante um, write that down collide I, I got it
4: i got it not a bad one uh one that's just pure trash but you know if you want to just if you are a reality tv show person which i'm not but i kind of get into this a little bit it's called the mole and actually, it takes place in Australia, uh, reality TV show where one person's the mole trying to hope, you know, basically throw everyone else off while the rest of them solve these puzzles and riddles. Not bad. He's still going. And then one throwback from the past, uh, <laughs> which I know a lot of the older folks will know, but the fuck you, Montante, but some of the younger kids <laughs> might not. Um, it's streaming right now on Netflix. Is the Sting uh, with Paul Newman, Robert Redford? Great movie. Basically, the the evolution of, or basically the the start for any of these heist movies. Uh, great soundtrack, Academy Award winning, uh, awesome actors, and a lot of fun to watch. Very rewatchable.
0: Also, can I ask, I watched Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross yesterday. Do you guys like that movie? Uh, is that the one with um, Al, Pacino, Al Pacino? Ed
4: Harris. I couldn't I get to it, it.
0: it was 45 fu- minutes. I thought it was fucking terrible. Chocolate. What? I th- they kept talking great about leads movie. for the first 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm out. I well, that's, the,
4: that's the point of the movie, Joe.
0: I'm in sales. Like, all right, you get the leads. I get it. You want good leads, but you don't need a fucking forty-five minutes. and There's no action at all. So I was so out on that movie. It's, I mean, it's
4: yeah. more like a Twelve Angry Men type. There's a lot, of, you know. It's about the drama. It's about the buildup. It's about the dialogue. I have ADHD. Like, I need, I need something to happen. Well, clearly, so between you and Montante, you've you've read like half a book. You know, Captain Underpants, and that's about it. I think I haven't read a book since Great Gatsby, junior year of high school. That's the last book. I right, think. so we know what we're dealing with there. more than <laughs> me. We got Whoa. Joe the Golf Guy and then Shade. Whatever Montante was watching. Freaking uh, Blue's oh, Clues. Wow. Can you
3: edit this
2: out? This is worse than anything Mick said. And definitely more yeah. interesting. I'll give you that, too. Yeah, All right. Um, well, what I've been watching, i got a few things. I watched three good movies, Devoted, which is uh, a Glenn Powell movie on Netflix about, you won't like mm. this, Montante. It's about the first uh, black... Um, fighter pilot yes. in the U S and no so, thanks next no next thanks. um uh the menu <laughs> kidding, so, that's so the, me- <laughs> the menu uh which is free on Disney plus with Rafe finds there was a call in this week about it I'm not going to spoil it but definitely you sick puppies. Joe, I think you'd like this, the menu. The menu. Um, and okay. then I, and then I, I watched an, another war movie on Netflix called Narvik about a battle in Norway and what, what you can do Montante. Um, so you don't have to watch subtitles. You go in and you change yep, it tough. to the English audio track. No, fuck then, that. No, no, no the, once,
3: once the, once, once the, once the, the words don't match up with the, the mouth, I'm out. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, it se- I'm obsessed on it. It drives me fucking ballistic. I'd rather listen to a
2: movie and not know a word. Big Seven,
3: kind of seven got, Samurai
2: fan. After ten minutes, it didn't really seem to jump out at me. So. Our brains
3: are different. I'll, 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 I will not get to ten minutes. I'll be focused so that's on for it. sure. Yeah. Okay,
2: we'll watch the Norwegian version with the subtitles. Nah, that was very good. And then um, finally, uh, finish Tulsa King, um, the Sylvester Stallone show that you recommended. Montante, really enjoyable. Um, Nine episodes, about 35, 40 minutes an episode, so you could sort of punch through it. I, I think I watched the whole thing in a week and a half. Uh, my thing is, though, it felt like an amalgamation of a lot of other mob shows. There was a lot, a lot of plot points, and I'm not going to go into them because I don't want to put spoilers, but I felt like, you know, the writers sort of looked around what worked on other mob shows and kind of put that in there, and you could sort of see what was coming. Um, so I still really enjoyed it. I give it a 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, I thought Sylvester Stallone was great, though, like if he was not if he sucked, it would have been like a four out of 10 show. But because he was so good. Um, yeah, yeah, he probably did. He, he himself was an eight or nine out of 10. Uh, yeah,
1: He's
3: good. And I'm not a huge movie buff or anything. So like, I don't I know he's like in a, in a whole bunch of other things. I obviously know the name. So this is kind of the first thing I've ever really seen him in. Um, the one thing about I would say, it's, 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 a,
0: it's... wait, did you what? say that's the first thing you've seen Sylvester Stallone in? Oh, yeah. I, I don't do movies, like, I Rocky. gamble. Like, you, like no, I've, never, I've never seen a Rocky. Like, I mean, I'm not, I've never really watched a Rambo, but Rocky, I've watched them
3: all. No, never seen it. And you're a sports fan too. Can I get to my point, fellas? Jeez, I'm just
0: shocked. I'm, I'm so getting shocked jumped over me. here.
3: Never
2: read a book, never seen Rocky
3: go on i watch i watch a lot of porn and a lot of sports
2: but um i would say is that the thing about the show is
3: you're never you like there, there's no there's there's no twist and turns it's a very simplistic show you can guess what's always going to happen next but it's always entertaining the show is very it's for it's it's kind of it's kind of simple like um the show out west is uh with you know the cowboys and stuff in the middle of wyoming it's very simplistic it's not for the deep thinkers but the it's entertaining story? yes
2: thank you dan So show for dumb people Correct. I've just. Uh, are you going to make fun of this Montante? I have just started re-watching. Well, I've never watched them all the Harry Potter films, so mm-hmm. I am. Um, I I think I watched the first couple, and then I never saw them. So I'm I'm going to go back and watch them. I imagine like little Montante would have grown up watching Harry Potter. Ah,
3: uh, yeah, I watched it in theaters. I'll, I've actually, believe it or not, I've seen two out of the last three Lord of the Rings. And we, we've talked about this in theater, midnight releases. and I'm the only one who goes in there without a cape on. I'm a, I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. And I watched three movies today, back to back to back. I watched All Men in Black, one of the most underrated series of all time. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah. I, I, the first one's very funny. Oh, yeah. And the, I didn't realize how, how old those movies were, you know, early 90s. But um, no, Harry, po- to- Harry, po- Harry Potter plays.
2: You're up to six movies all time watched. I'm probably around fifteen. I think you should go and watch like Rambo and Rocky and Creed. Like they're they good you films. You Rocky. Like you have
0: to watch. It's a classic. Yeah, Rambo's great. Too. And Rocky two and three are like off the charts. How many Rockys are there? Six. The new one. The new one's whatever. You got to watch Rocky four. I mean, that's America versus Russia. That's just, oh yeah, that's, that's with, patriotism. Um, you, that's Gamma, just patriotism coming out of the veins. Dolph Lundgren.
2: One of them. Whatever. Take um, all right. Well, look, we've, man, we've smashed this show. Joe, Danny, th- thanks for coming on. I mean, Danny, it was great to hear from you. You know, what, what's going on in your world?
4: Uh, just besides uh, frozen pipes and a little kid running around, you know, really nothing interesting. I mean, there never is. You know that. Are you getting your your pipes looked at by a doctor or what's happening? Oh, always. I'm always flushing them, flushing them pretty good. Uh, and when they're when they're frozen, they're bursting. So it's uh either way it's tough. I don't know what
2: that you means. Know, I, 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 st-
4: I always look back Fun Leon <laughs> now. Where
2: do we have like Regina's pizza in <laughs> Woburn?
4: That's right in Woburn, yeah. Well Paul Carey's technically, but it's the same uh you know pizza as far as Regina's concerned. That was that was a very nice afternoon, and I believe uh you acc- accused the waitress of being on cocaine, which is a, a good moment. <laughs>
2: uh and it, you're as exciting a person as you are online and I've still got <laughs> that t-shirt that you uh, gave me yeah,
4: I, uh, I never promised I was exciting I just I'm just you here.
2: were you yeah. were, you, and I think am I still the only Minifan fan you've met
4: no I've met uh Tim and Canton I've met uh Craig Oconee and I've met uh McFuss Daddy actually down in Georgia I was down there uh for a, an event and I hang out hung out with him and had some wings and beers with McFuss Daddy did you go to his pizza place we did not. I was actually uh, mm-hmm. a little disappointed about that. I, I was on a schedule. I had to get a sh- schedule. I had to get to my flight, and uh, so he graciously met me at a, a bar right down the street from my hotel on the way to the airport. So
2: oh, we almost got a uh, your McFuss Daddy Steve's Pizza comparison so close. That's
4: I, that crossed my mind, Manners. I, I wish I had the the two to, to well, kind of. Didn't
2: McFuss
3: Daddy more. call in and kind of talk a little shit about your pizza place? Was that it, McFuss you,
0: Daddy? Yeah, I think it, I think that's what Kirk said. He was talking about how that was we funny. That was that yeah, was very I, funny. I, I, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. it was pretty funny. And I will oh, be at the, the
4: State Theater. Does everybody come into the State Theater, Portland? Mike, I heard you didn't have a ticket yet. No, the gambling chat's
3: not going, so I'll probably end up there. I mean, I'm sure someone will have a you know spare ticket, but yeah, the gambling
0: chat goes to every show. They're out on this one for whatever reason, so I don't know. Joe, are you coming? Uh what is that? The end of April or is that March? End of March. It's uh, so March. It, I don't have a ticket right now, but I have some buddies going, so I'm, I might try and snag one ticket if all goes well. It's gonna be the day after Trent's
4: appearance in studio which i cannot oh, fucking God. wait for it's gonna be fucking electric Oof. so i mean it's gonna be the, the, probably the greatest one two punch in, in minifan kms history uh between trent and studio friday and then state theater on saturday just i mean it's gonna be mind-blowing trent's always welcome back here and th- th- w- it's funny when i uh, tweeted out yesterday that
2: there was no show this week um within like minutes i got a message from trent hey i, I can come back on again if you does i love that I love that. He's a good. He's, he's, so, a good, good. Egg. he's So sweet. Like Enjoyed he's it, definitely yeah. added to the rotation. I mean, it's pretty thin pickings at the moment. So um, if he sorts his internet out, uh, why not? Uh, and, and Joe, great to meet you. Um, you well, know, thanks for having thanks, me on. Thanks for coming on. Welcome back anytime. Um, hopefully, we get to meet up sometime when I'm in the states.
0: Oh, I'd love that. I actually, you know, someone said that like, would I join like the mini golf golf tournament, the Minifans golf tournament? I would love to do stuff like that. Um, that to me is something that's more enjoyable on the golf course, doing stuff like that. Like I love to be honest, I love to play for money on the golf course. That's what I usually like to do.
1: Yeah, but bro if I'm stuff, not playing man. for money, I
0: wanna I wanna play and just get hammered with that is so that's bro. The way I love
2: to do it. You must be a dude perfect guy as well, for sure. Like Fuck you, I'm
0: with Kirk. Fuck those dude perfect for guys. Like, the fact they were allowed on Augusta National <laughs> is a fucking oh,
3: let, let it Let me know that at 132-34, uh, Menner said. And I heard it for Shizzle.
0: I, I heard that.
4: I will not <laughs> let
3: that. Out. I will not let to go unnoticed. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate that, Menner. Thank you,
4: Joe. How many other golfers did, did you beat out to get to the Barstool Classic? So final? we, we that, played. It got swept under the rug a little bit there.
0: So we played uh, the second day in Boston. And it was shitty weather, um, and we only shot two under with the handicap situation, but that was enough just to get in um i played absolutely garbage in scottsdale i was hammered you know having a party and so the golf was kind of secondary because i knew we had no shot at winning but are um, you a strip club guy yeah yeah do. I do tell I big time yeah a good, good call
4: <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. Full, full new too. none of this just like <laughs> topless nah, only it, shit right? no none pussy? of that no yeah no I, dance
2: is that why it's all cash at Steve's pizza to so say? No, 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 no. <laughs> a lot of happy coincidence. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yes, I, I do enjoy a, a good time at a gentleman's bar. I can't admit to that.
2: <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming out, Joe, honestly. Great to meet you. Um, and yeah, you know, you're welcome back anytime. I know you're just sort of starting to dip into the minifan world a bit more. It, it will suck you in. Um, so, you know. Anything you need, reach out. And um, Montante, well, what's happening for you over the the next week? Now, I, I mean, your I'll, plan I'll, was to do extra shows. while KMS was off, but they're not off. Well, it turns out, yeah, shocking. I have a weird hankering, and I was gonna wait till the
3: show's over. I did a, I did an Adderall because I did a, I had a long night last night. Some stuff went up the nose. Uh, a lot of booze went down. So I'm like in a weird spot, but the Adderall's still like flowing. I kind of want to have Danny on, just let him talk for an hour. I, I'm about to propose that after, after we're done here. I want to talk to Danny
4: about absolutely nothing guy. I, mean,
2: I mean,
3: we don't even keep I'm going. Awake. I'm in yeah. a fandom. I don't have to I don't have to
4: get up for anything just just one kid tomorrow morning, but you know.
3: Well, I was worried about the pipes bursting, but you might have to go attend to some like, you know, manly stuff and actually take care of the house, but no. I I love I love Danny. Danny's boring as all hell, and it, sometimes he does text a little too much, but
4: he's a great guy. And About the Texan thing, I get it. Look, I learned my lesson. It's you know, Joe, business, do, not you give, Joe, business Joe business. do not give him your number, okay? Let's right, him now, right, right now, call
0: right now, the only one that has because really
4: he done will done take done. you up on it and it will be a lot once in a while. It was two two instances where I texted you a little too much. <laughs> <Let me laughs> What medication do you want, Danny? Just seriously. I'm on. I'm not just blood pressure because I'm fat, but otherwise.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: what I,
0: but I say,
4: what? What Adderall? Like what was the uh, prescription? Or what? what uh,
0: was, they're like,
3: thirty. Like, they're thirty milligrams. I get them from. Uh, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but let's just say it's um, a, a parody account of a of a grandmother that I get from uh, Massachusetts when I go down there. But they're nice though. Extend or, or short release. They're pink. They're like, they're kind
0: of like, Oh, the short release ones. Yeah. Cause I, I have ADHD. So in college I used to get prescribed 60 pills a month. And. Oh yeah. I I mean,
3: I was one of the first people in America to have ADHD. I was doing, I was doing, um, you know, Adderall and stuff back in middle school. And uh, I think it says in the past, it didn't make me focus on school, really. I was just, like, super horny all the time. Um, So I, 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 like, used to fake take it. But now now I do it as a substitute. I don't have I don't like it, to be honest.
0: I I feel when I took Adderall, when I was still prescribed it, I hated it. Like, I felt like I was on meth, to be honest. Like, I I would always be, like, shaking and nervous. So – I would just kind of just give it to my friends, sell it to some kids on.
3: Oh yeah, there's always you, you always make a couple bucks. We got some. Uh, there's oh, always yeah. some people out there searching for it. And I'll tell you what, driving on driving on Adderall is not great. Like it's very un. Like I'm yeah, you're a terrible that seat, driver. You can't move. I'm everywhere but the road. It's not. It's not a safe scene. <laughs> welcome, welcome you, Narcotics
2: Anonymous here. Because you yes. you know you said on one of your shows you like jerk off five times a day. Is that oh, because yeah. of the, the medicine? Like no that, no hard I had to drive because you're like jerking off and driving it's like cause it's dangerous. No no that is very no no I, I'm a three or four day
3: guy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not gonna lie here. Almost have you shot one out while we've been recording because we've been on for almost
2: two hours. I mean
3: yeah and I'm gonna be honest. When I made Danny's screen a little bigger. You know when he talks his tits kind of jiggle a little bit and then uh, <laughs> right. got it got it done for me. Um, no offense to either of you guys but Danny does it for me. No you know, yeah know was, uh, yeah so, yes, little... Well as you guys are watching movies I'm watching porn. You know we're you know, we're not the same.
4: I have a separate um, uh, man boob tit cam. Yeah, no, it, it was hot. Who, but who, the, who's your go-to,
3: Montante? Who's the go-to? I'm. I mean, I don't. get He just said it's me.
2: Yeah. If it's yeah, if it they just I'm give not, us a little taste, Montante. X-Hampson. Like, do
3: you like the
0: small petite? Do you like the big and busty?
3: I, mean. I don't. I don't like knowing anyone that I. I like going on XHamster. They know. They know my algorithm. I like normal looking people. I don't like people that are too good looking. It's like. It's like. I like a nice. Give me a nice, solid five and a half, and I'm getting after. Good ama- like a good amateur. i my stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like stuff did, like yeah, it's just not for me. It's like there. super well, you know, like super well. Yeah, men usually when it's like super like well like produced, like there's two good camera angles, like the makeups on. No, no, give me some like grimy stuff. Give me a five and a half, and you know, leave me alone for ten minutes, and uh, we'll,
4: we'll get it done. That's why his webcam looks like it does. It's so <laughs> he wants his porn.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: M- more like a hostage situation is is uh, turns on the horniness correct are you a strip club guy as well montante mm,
3: not really i mean there's a couple of places by us that are you know full nude and byob so you know if you're at the bar around two o'clock and you you know now that people are married not as much it's it's i haven't been to a strip club since before covid um uh, but everyone has that creepy friend that goes there with like 500 bucks and like spends it somehow within an hour you know yeah, like, what joke. do you doing like, oh i just got a blowjob like, what are yeah. you doing <laughs> um no so yeah uh, i i like that i dabble but not, i'm not crazy about them
2: Fair enough. Well, look, I think we've we've ended on a strong point. We've all, mm-hmm. you know, shown out inner horrors. Um, well, <laughs> Joe Montante, Danny, thanks for joining me on Minifandom. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, catch up uh, I, next week. My schedule is a little bit all over the schedule. Is a little bit yeah, all over you. the place. So I'm not That's exactly better. sure when the next Minifandom is going to uh, drop. I'm planning on recording with Visionless Dave if we, uh, yes. you know, if he hasn't tried to dox me or you know, tried to pe- get people fired from their jobs or done something <laughs> psych psychopath like. So going back to that, just thing, my thing, Montante is it's like a risk v reward thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's got that dark side. So oh, is yeah. the upside worth getting involved with that? And in my experience, no. Like, probably not. Um, but I want to hear it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, I can have him on a show. We can keep our distance. And you know, the everyone wins. The listeners win. Um I think it's going to go very well, and I think that you guys are going to mend your
3: mend your fences totally. I think you guys are going to be back to uh, following each other, no blocking, and uh, kind of on a normal rotation.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really hit him hard. That's for sure. I mean, that that's abundantly clear. This since I ostracized him, he's taken it tough. Yeah, he has to do a show with Wagon now. You think that's easy? I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. It's true. It's a good point. Good point okay. to end the show on. All right, this has been Minifandom. Uh, back soon. it's
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I know. Yeah. I know where this is yeah, going. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Done in by a vengeful <laughs> Looking for things that were said by Big Steve. Steve made some comments. About his own family. He erased it because made Ben angry. He got fucked by a man down <laughs> under. <laughs> With missing audio, he discover. Too happy to reveal Steve's blunder. He enjoyed blowing Steve's cover. This guy is prolific. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Quick. Kirk handed Steve a suspension, got a lot of grief for it in his mentions, (laughs) Steve could have gotten off easy, just done like blind Mike and said he needed therapy, he got fucked by a man down. (laughs) Who thinks Steve's a motherfucker (laughs) Call them out as a show scrubber (laughs) He wants Steve replaced by another I heard some news today An Australian man Slain. <laughs> Adult was found by the body. Said nobody can fuck with SE.
1: <laughs> yeah, he fucked up a man down under. <laughs>